The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of 2 vs. 3. I'm Kyle. It's Cody. Hey. And Greg. Hello. No crack. No cracks this time. We're all, uh, not because we're not drinking, but we were already drinking. Suckers. We'll just have to take our word for it. Yeah. So what the hell have you guys been up to this week? Um. Well, like maybe the last couple of weeks. I don't think we've recorded in a little while. Yeah, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um. Me and Greg, we actually like got a book coming out. It's uh, been a while. Um, it's uh, it's a, not a book. Don't lie. Uh, it's a literary pamphlet. Thank you. Yes. The pro- The technical term. But uh, <laughs> it's a couple short stories that uh, we wrote, and it's just put out in like a zine style. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna debut it at uh, the King Con this year at April 1st, oh, downtown awesome. Kingston. So anyone in Kingston, come check it out. St. George Cathedral. It's free to get in. So, and we're gonna charge a dollar. Mm-hmm. Ah, can't beat that. No, it's a good deal. If you guys want one, we'll send you one. Yeah, the, like the story <laughs> I wrote is um, it's called Dead Witches. It's a uh, it's a story that came out in a British magazine or a British zine called Handjob, and uh, it's, it's a pretty dark tale about a, <laughs> a couple about a, hand job, about, about yeah. a kid and their cousin, a, a kid and his cousin that uh, murder their, hey, their female cousin. Handjob's not a pornographic or sexual <laughs> magazine. Hey man, I'd like. There's to nothing n- sexual like about a handjob. Now nah, you're just like going on about like cousins and like oh. all this shit, and you're just like, I don't know what kind of Cody's. Cody's not writing erotica. No, but I'm not against that. There's no, a lot no, of money I know. I'm not saying that you are. I just wanted. I didn't want to confuse the audience. <laughs> and Greg's story is about um. It's called the Infectious Man. It's about this guy who uh, wakes up and he has some powers and he's fucking shit up. It's kind of hard to tell this, your story without giving anything away. The title mm-hmm. pretty much gives it away. Mm-hmm. He was infectious. Like it's a romance I, story. I mean, I, not to like give away tricks of the trade, but with the title, I felt that I, you know, you didn't have to explain as you know, like there's you don't have to give as much justification. It's right there. It was like right there. I'm not saying it's, it's like a story. Superman. You don't need a lot of explaining. He's a, he was a Superman. What are his powers? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just Spider-Man. Like oh, he's probably like a cat. <laughs> The Flash, ice. Yeah, Flash. I don't know, like the Flash. I'm just like bright white light or something. Like, boo, blind. Ah, shit. Like Pikachu had Flash. It's true. That was some fucking train of thought. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Went on a little trip there. (laughs) What have you been up to, Kat? Oh man, just playing a shit ton of video games and working. Oh yeah, like usual. Like usual. Nice, but uh, I don't like to change up the. Well, last time we were talking, you said that you'd started playing Horizon, and I'm, pretty. I, I tore my deck off. Yeah, you're <laughs> the game is pretty good, man. Yeah, I was. I wasn't hyping it up for nothing. No, you weren't. And yeah, I'm pretty into that right now. And you told me you beat that. Yeah, I got the platinum trophy. That's that's crazy. You got the trophy already. Yep. How how many hours do you think you put in? Uh not as much as you think. I'd say probably right around forty. Okay. Like uh, that's. That's very reasonable. Yeah, to get like everything. I wouldn't done. want to play a game for more than forty hours. I have. <laughs> <laughs> like I put eighty probably into Fallout Four, uh, and didn't come anywhere near the platinum on that. So yeah. like I mean, there are bigger games and harder platinums to get, but 
yeah, I don't know. I was more excited to hear what your opinions are on it now that you've uh, gotten to dabble. I'm I don't know, super. Greg, did, did you get to see him play or anything? Or? Uh, yeah, no, I, it wasn't really for me. It looked overwhelming. Why do you say that though? Why did it look overwhelming? Yeah, like since when are RPGs overwhelming to you? Hey, you just finished Fallout. Yeah, man. <laughs> that, that, that game's way more overwhelming than this one. I I don't know. I'm just like I was invested in those games. Like I mean, I knew how the world works as soon as I pick it up, right? Like I because you. I don't need any titles. explanation or learning or struggling. Like you I don't want to try new things. Speaking of meditation, I mean, we were speaking about meditation before this. So <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's uh, uh, but totally uh, out of context. playing playing like in Fallout or Skyrim is like meditation to me because it's like I know everything. And it's like there's no surprises or turns. You know, New Horizon. Well, once really you pass the tutorial in this game, it's pretty much like that. Yeah, especially if you've played Uncharted. It's yeah, well, but like, right. I'm super impressed with like uh, the map for sure. Mm. It's because the beginning it looks like Skyrim. It's like, oh, this game's fucking awesome. It looks like a beautiful Skyrim, and then you venture into the unknown, and like it might be a, a bit of a spoiler here, but I'll just oh, say right now, like it it turns into a desert all of a sudden. And oh, then, like yeah. and then and then you keep yeah, and like the the different monsters different monsters represent there's so, like sorry did you did someone say that there's like 40 different monsters or something like no, that there's like 20 i would say like 20 25 oh but yeah. like there is i like, think there's actually like a count on it's like 26 maybe i thought i heard a specific number well on the last podcast i like uh, i think i was talking about many, i said not, somewhere around more 20. 25 probably yeah. Yeah. mind you i guess like is there that many in fucking fallout well, well that's the thing right it, that doesn't sound like a big number until you're kind of realize that it is like there's a ton of enemy enemy variants yeah, like in that the sounds game, like, like a lot actually it yeah. is a lot and there's like technically two versions of them because there's corrupted versions yeah so there's like two difficulties for each kind oh well, that's cool. yeah and different like weaknesses for each kind like corrupted and or uncorrupted. at first i was like a little unsure of like the weapon and armor system until i saw how gorgeous the different outfits were yeah and see uh, that's actually something i want to ask i was similar to you like kind of like every armor i want to buy doesn't look that great and they you all have the same like really stupid similar names yeah like, it's all just the same thing none of them seem and then that like good. different cl- like class name yeah where that didn't really make sense like it was uh, just the tribe basically you pick between their tribes and exactly. then like each tribe has two different types of armor and then each armor has like green blue or purple like common uncommon purple rare best. purple being the best yeah royalty oh okay so no spoiler is there is there higher than purple no the ch- colors are, are, are always purple like there's better armor than what you can just buy oh, but, but the highest is purple yeah like there's there isn't like legendary because purple's very rare yeah the, essentially there is legendary armor but it's still purple class okay. armor okay but no um gorgeous absolutely beautiful game the quests are really fun I, I actually enjoy... I can fast travel in the game. I think I've spent two fast travels. Yeah, I, I did the same I thing traveled, so like, I, <laughs> What do you mean spend? Oh, What's really cool in this game is fast traveling isn't free. So it, you have to make fast travel packs, which you can craft from just... Or you can just pick up. So when you were saying, like, I spent two, like, it's not like you only have ten. You, 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 you can, can you make, have to make more. Them. You can make more, but and you, you get you them can. from chests and from missions and stuff. But uh, I, I, think, I think there's benefits to actually just, like, free roaming... Because you need to get items. Well, especially yeah. like right off the bat, like I did the opposite that way you said it was I put all my stats into gathering, like getting resources from chests and from like uh, killing animals and like you, you'll get more drops. A- every time I loot, I get better drops. <clears throat> um, but so like right now I'm stacked and can craft everything. And well, I see, love. And I played the opposite would, way. Would so. gathering also be like uh, 
just running down like if you see a bush Kyle gets one thing, you get three things from the bush. Or exactly. is, it, is it only exactly. just? Yeah. It's not. It, yeah. Oh, it's um, not just drops. Like it, yeah. And those there's everything. Uh, when I make when I make arrows, I make like twice as many arrows. Yeah. Stuff like that. Is there a currency? Yeah, it's shards. And what's awesome is your currency is also how you make your weapons. So I was just gonna ask. So like, if you didn't need to spend as much currency on these resources, I'm assuming like, did you have a Kyle? Did you have like a different? Uh, uh, I always felt because I liked the world so much and just running everywhere, like Cody's saying, not fast traveling. I wasn't like mainlining the story, but I was running around. So I was collecting resources enough that it didn't matter. And I never felt like I needed to buy stuff. So I was more no, about crafting. I, I, I don't go to the merchants often. I just mostly do it to sell it. I, like, I, sell I go stuff. to everyone for their free chest, though, which is pretty cool. Every oh, single yeah. version in the world has a free chest. Like a try, like a, hey, here's a little taste test of it's what I got to sell. a couple shards or a potion or something. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. But I definitely do like the whole shards. Like shards are essentially your arrow tips. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're like they're your bullets, dollars. but you're also and, your dollars. Just like your bottle caps. You know? do you ha- yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, do you have to shop? Is it necessary? Yeah, you want to upgrade your weapon. And you could probably beat it with like the yeah starting shit you there's not but a lot like, of weapon you, drops you, yeah like okay because yeah. that's what i was gonna ask is like you know like in fallout i money i wasn't really necessary yeah uh, like essentially in this you're not because no, you can craft everything you need pretty much so yeah and 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 the thing in like fallout universe it makes sense because you're mostly fighting people right people with well yeah guns. So you're always picking up ammo and i mean i would never i would just i never even craft to be honest i had like fucking 13 of every exactly gun, and so I would there's just not a lot of reason to where this where the primary enemy isn't people; it's the animals that are dropping the shards you and can't the bits. Can you pick up an arrow or something? No, there's no repicking up arrows. Uh, but like it, it's about like each. Pretty much every animal you're fighting is giving you the ingredients to make something. If you're fighting it, like and that's the it, whole reason to go it, fight them. Seemingly, is it like all arrow based shit? Uh, it's arrow, and well, there's maybe let's say six different weapon types in it. A lot of which I didn't use. Like, mostly I used bow and arrow. That was the most fun. But there's, like, elemental arrows, like in most things. So, you got, your, like, your yeah. ice, your your regular arrow, your more powerful regular arrow, your shock, your fire. That like, kind I'm of imagining, like, I was wondering if it was just, like, a whole, like, green arrow type scenario where, like, I, you know, I have, like, a shit ton of trick arrows in my quiver. Is that what it's called? What do you keep arrows in? Quiver. You got it right. Yeah, no. I'm, like, is there, like, a boxing glove arrow? Uh, no, nothing quite that uh, ridiculous. <laughs> But uh, I do appreciate this, uh, like the nice arrow. change of pace that you're not always fighting people in this. Yeah, like, I gr- love the, the back and forth pace between yeah, people exactly. and robots. Oh, and so it, oh, sorry, it is people as well. There, there's yeah, there's like and, ban- okay. yeah, that but, makes sense. but it is a lot about fighting the machines or an animal, like a, an actual animal. If you're like hunting, yeah, and like so it's a variety in, that comes in a game that a lot of games just don't have for an open world, like. You play uh, an Assassin's Creed or GTA, you're just fighting all people. You know, you're playing a Skyrim, you're fighting a lot of people, uh, some monsters, but, you know, th- that's probably the only other one that has that kind of variance, but it kind of sucks to fight in Skyrim most I, of the time. I think that this is a really cool universe. It's the perfect blend of sci-fi and fantasy, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if this was a comic book, I'd probably read it. Yeah, it's dope. It, it's a fucking good story. And that wasn't even what, like, I didn't start the story until, like, half, like, I played 20 hours before I really even got into the story. Uh, And it's definitely worth it. Like, even if you just mainlined this game and didn't, and played it like an Uncharted, like, you just walked to the next checkpoint kind of thing all the time, it would still be worth it. It would still work. And I'm finding there's actually benefits to, like, reading the lore. Like, like, you can read, like, 
books and stuff lying around pieces of paper nope, and yeah. the backstory is actually really interesting i do take the time to read it where in other games like skyrim i d- i didn't read the the tomes but yeah like but i don't know that doesn't mean that they're better because you didn't read the other ones I mean, oh, I no, I'm yeah. not saying it's better. I'm just saying that I'm oh, enjoying think, it in this game. Yeah, what oh, he's probably sorry. saying is that there's kind of a little bit more intrigue is to, in this because it's like, how did the world get this way? You know, yeah, like, the whole uh, time you're trying to figure that out. Yeah, where in Fallout, you're kind of just, especially because you, if you've played a few of them, you know why the world's like that. It's been told in a lot of the stories, and, and they don't really ever focus on that, which is cool. I like that about that. Uh, and then in Skyrim, it's just like, this is a fantasy world. Backstory isn't really relevant. It's fantasy. You don't really need to find Why out how it became there? fantasy what? yeah no you need to know the backstory but it's not like okay it's i know this is more that. of a version of like how did this world become skyrim you know like it's not like it's like a world turned into that instead of it just it, has always existed if that i had, way. if like with like i mean if i had to guess to me this seems just like a fallen civilization story arc you know like it is just, in a sense, uh, but i don't know, know the folk idea. becoming the main folk after all the coastal folk died in a catastrophe but yeah. it's not yeah because you start out as the hill folk and then you branch out and there's still like the trumps of the universe yeah and and you and you kind of yeah. you think like you're thinking and then there's definitely like the story as it as it goes on you realize that there's walls what you assume isn't really the, the well i mean the story yeah all right you're right I don't know. it's definitely i don't know for like a new uh ip uh about something that really no other video game has done ip intellectual property okay uh like a standalone story yeah yeah like uh it's it's i don't know it's interesting it does stuff that other games don't do we were talking earlier i think it's really funny how there's a lot of moments in this game as playing as a female protagonist that your character's very often getting hit on in very subtly hit on (laughs) subtly hit on in creepy ways which is very clever writing yeah they don't make it obvious they really don't sexualize her no every once in a while she'll be like did you just say that? Like, like, what, like, for example, a guy will be giving you a side quest and he'll be like, um, yeah, if you do this for me, I'll give you some more shards and uh, maybe we can get you some more impressive garb. Oh, sleazy. <laughs> and, and she's just like, okay, you, I'm going to pretend I didn't do you guys, hear that. Like, do you guys not typically play? Like, I know, I know I'm sure you guys know. Like, I, I usually make female characters. I don't know. I get really bored. No, I, I honestly don't do that. Yeah, I almost always play RPGs. Uh, where I use it like a an avatar for myself. I, I I used to do that, you know, and and then it was just like, man, I'm boring and I suck. Like, no, you're right. There's tons of that's the point why there's so many different ways of playing an RPG. And, and I always find it strange, like a lot of the times you start out with like as a female character and you have like reduced stats. Like the game's always just like, oh, they do do that. Like where you're just like. That's kind of weird, and then it's almost like no, 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 no. It's the harder way to play. It's like oh, it's just harder to be a woman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They do that in Skyrim and stuff, or having yeah. past ones where just it's like you, they're like oh, a man can be like, like, like this, negative strength, like a but sh- more intelligence. Probably. Well, yeah, they give you more like uh, charisma, like maybe charisma or endurance. You get it as like a woman, but then you know what? And that's weird, yeah. Because like I always again drop everything into luck, and I guess it's just like I walk around as a female character, it's, just falling ass backwards into shit. <laughs> That's actually a question I want to ask before I get to what I was going to talk about after this is in an RPG or in games in general, do you prefer to make your own character or to have a character like this in RPG that is a set character? Aloy is Aloy. You you can play her conversations differently, but she has her own like, you know, thing in the world, like similar to well, like Final like Fantasy an, and Noctis. 
Yeah, like exactly. So you're Noctis. You're not really making choices about your well, character. Yeah, because I think we talked about that. I was with gonna Noctis. say. I feel like we did, but and to be honest, I think the answer would just be like depending on whatever game I played last. You know, you don't want to play well, like two. I don't want to be Noctis and then play this girl. I want to, you know, like as soon as I finished playing Final Fantasy, I started playing Fallout again. You know, and then now I want to wait for Mass Effect. But I guess it's just like Mass Effect's out, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's been getting yesterday. a lot of shitty fucking memes put up online about it. Apparently, bad well, I, from what I've watched, it, it does look bad. Like compared to I played the old games, it looks like worse than those. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's hard with like. Well, it, that's kind of funny actually, because like the only real topic that I, I was thinking about is just, it's just like, like what what is to get hyped about, right? Like what can I get hyped about right now? And it just seems like with Mass Effect, they hyped the game and it's working you know people's expectation goes through the roof and you're just like do you not remember what hype is for it's just like don't fucking build me up if you have nothing to follow it up with well speaking with death stranding like uh, the game they put out two trailers last year that game is nowhere near development yeah it's just they just picked an engine like yeah six months ago or something so (laughs) yeah speaking which it was the game um, horizon horizon yeah gorilla's engine but uh i don't know i i like that in this story I have. I didn't create a character. I did appreciate that. At first, it kind of bugged me. I would have rather been not necessarily a dude or something, but like, I was like, I kind of felt like maybe I wanted to have my own thing. No, she has her but, own story. And she's a good character, you know, like yeah, being a, a story off worth as an outcast. Yeah. And not even belonging to the place where you start. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's she a, doesn't really have a home also, right off the bat. Really clever way to write in a way where you don't have to make every uh, NPC talk to you. What do you what do you mean by that? Because the opening of that game is essentially like you're shunned and oh, people yeah. shouldn't talk to you. <laughs> so it's like a clever way of being like, well, we don't talk to that oh, person. So didn't. you meet a random person and like, hey, what's up? And they're like, hmm? like to <laughs> look away. <laughs> they just cut out like a hundred hours of studio time recording audio. Yeah, exactly. Like meaningless conversations that you would have pretty much ignored in most games. I anyway, took a, but, I took a well, knee. That's in way the, better than hearing. Yeah, <laughs> I took an arrow in the knee once. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a common problem. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, the other thing I, I wanted to start, oh, I just finished, since I got the Platinum and Horizon, I started playing the new Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm. And the similarities. Are you tearing your games, dick off? I, it's yeah, it's still te- it's tear your dick off good, which will build to what I want to say in a mo- moment. But uh, I won't spoil anything for that game because it's pretty fresh and everyone should play it. And also seemingly in this game, everything's a spoiler. Kind of, <laughs> you know, like. It's about discovery, so like even saying one single thing you discovered is kind of wrecking it for somebody. Mm. Um, but uh, for all the similarities those games have, which is a fucking lot, it's amazing that Sony and then Nintendo could essentially have the same initial idea. Let's make an open world RPG. Uh, let's have it be an ancient technology that's ruling this world and a primitive kind of the people living in it trying to fight against it. They look similar, like in concept art, you would think, like uh, spidery type robots that are super like strong and dominating the area, which is like a thing in Horizon. Like you see like uh, those like metal devils or whatever I think they call them, like that are on top of the mountains and yeah. dead. And, and then this is the similar thing. They call them Guardians in Legend of Zelda. Um, but then end up being completely different experiences when you play them. Like so much of Horizon is like fighting. That is like the combat. I feel like the Horizon's fight. very PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. And Nintendo, it's they just went really Discovery and like puzzles, and just all about. I miss puzzles. 
Th- this game's all puzzles, really. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a bar called Puzzles? No, that's what they want to name the bar in uh, How I Met Your Mother. I was that's the puzzle. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I feel like so- I hope someone's just like, I hope you get some, like, come on, Kyle. Some hate mail? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I wanted to say, <laughs> fuck, sorry. Send all your hate mail to you. What I wanted to say about uh, Legend of Zelda is like, uh, the one thing it does have that I haven't experienced in a game in a long time since probably Skyrim, where, you know, you just kind of, you would have a quest in Skyrim, like a, a quest marker, like I'm heading in this direction. And then suddenly you'd look to your left and you'd be like, there's a mountain over there. I wonder what is up there. Like I'll climb that mountain. You did like, I did that all the time. Right. And usually you get up there and there's a bandit cave or something like that. And you crawl through it for 20 minutes and you get the one treasure chest that was probably useless to get. Or Zelda is all that like constantly where there's just something over there that's distracting you. Like I can't stay can't focused in, in this fucking line. game to save my life. And, um, and you can make you can make like your own map markers, right? Yeah. You can have like six. How many can you have? A lot. Uh, you get like about three of each type, and there's probably like ten different types yeah. of map markers. Um, but I watched I, Justin run out, and he got real mad. Run out of map markers? Yeah, he's like, I uh, can't yeah. put any more map markers. And I haven't been using like, as much many, as I can. How many do you have? And he's just like, I don't know. And he like looked at his map, and it was lit up, and we're just like, shit. And he's like, yeah, wow. But sorry. Yeah, I, I see. Like you said, it seems like you can get distracted easily. Well, that's the thing is, instead of putting map markers down, I just like get completely sidetracked and do the thing that I probably should have put a map marker down for, and I can't get anywhere. Like I'm still basically in like the first few starting areas, just running to everything, and there's a puzzle like everywhere. It's it's pretty ridiculous how much content they managed to pack into this thing, like of just endless puzzles to figure out, and. No game I've played in a long time has given me like a sense of discovery like they have. It isn't a self-generating world, is it? Like, no, it's not the same at all. For it's all very much constructed, like in the sense that makes it really Nintendo. Like you think all these things seem like it'd be too big to design every aspect, but they do, and they take into consideration like everything your character could possibly do, which is a lot. Like and I want to give one example of it that is will be a slight spoiler, not for the story whatsoever, just for like a completely random thing I did. That I just thought was interesting. Uh, so those who've seen the game, you can pretty much climb anywhere. Yeah, just like that, climb that's what's amazing about this game. I find like there's no borders to something. Well, it's going to change game design. Exactly, but you would think it would be super impossible to design something around the sense that well, I could just climb over this. No, but they come up with fucking clever ways to solve this to make problem. it hard, or just to like make a puzzle out of something you weren't really thinking it was a puzzle. So in the game, there's things called shrines, which is basically. You're always looking for them, and they're like mini dungeons. Essentially, solving four shrines gives you a heart container. So each shrine is like yeah. a quarter of a dungeon. Um, so I'm on the hunt for one of these. I like hear a beeping, which gives me a signal like, okay, there's one near me, and I'm like hunting it down. I'm climbing this mountain, and so it starts... You, it's even like having the focus, so like you get a beeping noise? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's like it, the beeping gets quicker if you're heading in the right direction. Yeah. So I'm heading up, and I get, get into this mountain, and it starts to rain. And in the game, raining stops you from being able to climb, essentially. Not entirely, but, like, slows you down. You'll slip. It's all about endurance, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. And weather's a thing, man. Like, I was watching, like, you get in the desert, and you got to have, like, cool clothes. And you get cold, and it, like, slows you and fucks you up. And you got to put warm clothes on. Yeah. it's like, and, like, there's climbing gear. And you can put climbing gear on if you're climbing because, it'll, like, it'll make your stamina. Sounds go. like a true RPG. Yeah, very much so. So I'm climbing through this area, hearing the beeping, trying to figure this out. The higher I get up in these mountains... The uh, 
more I hear the beeping. So I know I'm going the right way, but it starts to rain. So it's like harder and harder to climb. And I'm trying to navigate my thing like way through this. And the beeping's getting louder and louder. And I'm at the top of the mountain and I'm looking all over the place. And I'm like, fuck, like it gets super loud right here, but there's no shrine. Like, I don't know. Like, do I have to go in the middle of this mountain? I'm fucking running around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. But I find this like dirt mound. And I'm like, ah, well, maybe this is about the size of a shrine. Like, maybe this is it. The beeping's really strong here, but it's, there's no entrance. Like, it's just a big mound of, like, rock or something. But it doesn't look out of place? No, no. It looks like it very much should be there. But I get looking at it a little bit more, and I'm like, ah, it could be underneath this, maybe. So, like, you have pretty much unlimited bombs in this. It's part of, like, your tool set. So I'm like, I'll climb up to the top of it. And I like, first I hit it with a hammer. And I'm like, oh, the hammer doesn't break it. I'll throw a bomb down on it. Get down. Bomb looks like kind of lights some lines in the rock. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's the bomb. Like, isn't strong enough. In a regular RPG, it's like, okay, well, maybe I need to go upgrade my bombs. Like, that's the problem. Like, they're not strong enough to blow this thing up. But I think to myself, like, no, that doesn't seem right. At this point, it's thunderstorming. And... In this game, like lightning is attracted to if you're running around with like a steel sword in your hand and it's a lightning storm, pretty likely you're going to get electrocuted. Uh, like uh, everything has like a scientific qualities to it. Exactly. So I'm like, well, Everything's fuck. A puzzle. I'll climb up to the top of this thing and I'll set my sword down. So I do that top of the mountain and I just slide back down. Lightning strikes, splits the whole thing wide open. There's the shrine. That's sweet. And that's like one of like. 50 of these experiences i've had like in no well, way similar to this but similar to the experience i've heard a similar one where <clears throat> a guy had to make like an electrical current i was just gonna say I to watched, power something I justin do it like and he put a sword down and it like made the current like just little things like that the fact that all these weapons have different properties yeah exactly and like you can bypass puzzles like maybe i was supposed to go upgrade my bombs but because it was a lightning storm and I could set my uh, sword down, you know I, was just I say, skipped that whole thing. My brother Multiple and I options. watched Justin do it. And, like, <clears throat> Justin's uh, my buddy, my, my brother's roommate. He's got the – are you playing it on the Wii? I'm playing it on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what Justin has using. But uh, my brother and I watched it, like, Justin empty his inventory, making, like, this sword fucking conductor bridge, you know, to get an electric current going. And, and then I was just like, well, Justin, what's that block behind you? And he's like – what do you mean? I'm like, well, that block behind you. And he like picked the block up and moved the block and it like did the exact same thing. Like it touched. He was building the bridge. Yeah. And I'm just like, you must have done that in a much earlier spot where it was a simple solution, you know, to drop one sword and now you just got carried away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There were other things to do. And I, he was like, man, I'm running out of things. Like I got nothing left. And it was like, you know, he had this huge fucking like trail going. And I'm just like, man, if you push that block over though. Yeah, the I, solution I love, I love was blocks. there, right? Yeah, that was like my thing, my favorite thing about some of the earlier Final Fantasy games. Like the new one didn't have enough puzzles. Same with the new Uncharted. There wasn't enough puzzles. Yeah. This new the new Zelda game, though, from what I hear and from what I've seen, there's no puzzles in Horizon, which sucks. Yeah, but well, I like it. Fits, a puzzle guy, Cody. It fits the what Horizon was doing. I think it's more action based kind yeah, of RPG. Yeah, for an right? action game, I'm super into it. Yeah, but this is well, very much like you even a saying, world like, of you puzzles. have to craft while running. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah. it's real-time crafting, yeah. which is so fucking awesome. I can't tell you how many times I've stopped to craft arrows, and, like, I think I'm far enough away, and then all of a sudden, it's very slow motion in the background, and I just see, like, a saber tooth just fucking jump right at me. <laughs> Diving like, through your hit, weapon wheel. I'm like, I'm like, hit that fucking roll button, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, no, Horizon's awesome in that, and I like that they focused in that direction. They made a game about action, but uh, it's cool that Zelda's also done a different thing. Where well, which one would you say... Like, 
give them both like an independent out of ten, and then what would you say is better? Oh, so you could shit. give them different. You could give them an independent rating, and like one does, like you know, if one was a seven out of ten, and one was an eight out of ten, that might not say it's better because Zelda has that built-in fucking. Uh, I would say Horizon for what it set out to do. I'd be hard pressed to give it a lot of negatives against a ten. It has negatives. I liked that game endlessly, and I never got bored. I always I wouldn't had give it fun. a ten, but I'm, I'm finished. I it. would just be. I just don't know what I would hit it with a negative about. You know, like I just feel. Yeah, if anything, you just want more. I don't think that anything they did was. You want more? Yeah, nothing they did was wrong. Like, what do you mean you want more? Like, I want more, like, just stupid shit. Like puzzles. Yeah, that would Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just like, what do you mean? Like, you want more monsters? You want more ammo? Like, just more aspects of the game. Yeah, they could just make it bigger, basically. Okay. Uh, And then Zelda, uh, similar, like, I would call it in that, like, aspect of a masterpiece, like, where where you're talking about tens just because it does so much. It's so huge and so, like, unbelievably well-designed that I can't really fathom how someone can make an open world and put that much care into every little aspect. Like, what's the biggest thing that you can do in this that you couldn't do in another Zelda game? Oh, I, and I know, okay. but you know, I know you were saying climbing everything, but oh, I feel like yeah, really, really, you it's in, the, the other well, game. I'll, I'll say right now, that's a thing where Zelda has that over Horizon tenfold, where there's like, like compared to your character, like eye level rocks that you can't get up. Yeah, I, that's something I guess that L- it would be the one like knock. That. I, well, would I mean, it like it. you know, in Morrowind, and this is going back because you could stack your character in Morrowind. But there was nothing you could see that you couldn't get. You would actually get to the end of the game, and it would, it would say like, you know, like that would be the end of the map, and you'd have to turn around. But otherwise, yeah, otherwise you could get it. There was even floating. Pl- like float, there was like a yeah. floating moon. You know, yeah. you could get like there was. So I'm just saying, like, to see you guys were saying, Zelda is is groundbreaking in a sense that you can climb everything. I mean, I could climb everything in Morrowind. No, yeah, like, did you um, actually climb in that, or did you just get super jump? Well, a little bit of that. both. Yeah, but I'm still yeah. saying that the map was the map was I could go everywhere on the map. Yeah. But um, like I was this, also PC. You know, and PC I was wondering, was like, ahead how did they, how did the game not shit. glitch? Because like, you know, you just fucking super jumped, and now all of a sudden I'm running on all the roofs. You know, where it's just like, did you originally have it so that like I can walk on these, uh, like you know, like a beam up on the fucking ceiling? Like if the ceiling was high enough, you could you could get up on the beam, and now it's like that's all of Assassin's Creed, you know, or some shit. Yeah, like that. Like I would Batman. say the big difference is between something like Zelda and Morrowind. If we're complaining like something like that, I'm just Morrowind, wondering, like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, when Morrowind, a lot of the times, if you did something like that, there'd be a lot of that feeling of, no, the developer didn't mean necessarily for me to get here. I see what you're saying. Cause like, I, you know, you, like I say, you walked there's, up a mountain. There's, yeah. There's not like, this looked awesome and it was cool to get up, but, but there isn't cr- anything up but here for But it's great me. that they didn't put up invisible walls. Yeah. Where the, in Zelda, it's like that mountain was designed for me to get up and designed for me at no matter how strong I am or how good my stamina is to figure out a way to get up. Like there is a way to to cheat the systems, but you feel like you're cheating it. But no, they knew yeah. this so, is a way. So yeah. So are, are you saying like climbing is the number one thing over the other Zelda games? Or? No, it's really it's just that uh, outside of Zelda one, there's no other open world Zelda. Uh, like Ocarina of Time kind of touches that, but it's very condensed, right? Zelda it's like, one. Yeah, exactly. Like no, there was for, for for which console or like, NES. oh NES. And that so, was like open world, completely. Told yeah. you nothing at the beginning. Yeah, but is that open world though? Like, I mean, were there like you could go and get side quests and like? It was different. It was super primitive I mean, in, at the in the time, sense right? that like, you can go to a place that you probably shouldn't go because you're going to get fucked up. Yeah, but the tutorial didn't guide you to not go. No, there. okay. I guess that's still pretty. Like that's. 
pretty much yeah. open world, right? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I get, yeah. At that time, uh, where you know, like Zelda's previous, pretty much built off of that Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time kind of thing, where it's like some guy tells you, "Oh, well, you need to get these three things, these three whatever it is, stones or items or whatever," and you go to those spots and you get them. This is really just literally the first thing it does is like defeat Ganon, and then it's just like go, <laughs> just go. You want to you want to go now? Like there it is. You can see the castle off in the distance. Take a shot at it, kid. And <laughs> fuck you. You can do it if you want to. There's speedrunners like that have already done it in under an hour. They just, just no run in that direction, like, and get there as quick as you can and take a shot at it. Like you don't need to figure out anything else. So it's super different from anything else that Zelda's really done. Uh, and that, that that's what makes it impressive. And just really, it's just that what makes it impressive over any other game is the fact that it's an open world with so much thought put into the design of the world. It isn't just like, we'll put a mountain here because it would look good. So you're it's saying... A, I put a mountain here because like there's a fucking reason for this mountain. Like Zelda like, then would be game mechanics and New Horizon is story? Story and the way it looks. And and polish on the mechanics they have. Yeah. It, like it's like, so tight. Like, like shooting feels awesome. Like running, so, hunting, everything. Everything is at the top notch it can be. Zelda is really unpolished in that sense. The combat's kind of crap. It's got a lot of weird systems to it, but it's doing new shit that you really haven't seen in it. Open so, world. like, it's sounding like whereas, you know, one thing is plateauing or peaking, Zelda is, or Nintendo seemingly is, they just started at the bottom. And but it also like, still looks like, like a fucking Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't, it look, doesn't look like Horizon. No, yeah, that's the thing. I would say but Zelda does do everything. We know though that Nintendo can't do good graphics. Like they've seemingly—it's just their system. They don't care like, about they it. They want. That's not what they focus on. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that was never a. You know, you don't call like a a cartoonist or something like that a bad artist. No, you're right about that. You know, right? It's like Mario is. I would what think it's supposed to look like, or fucking Zelda is what it's supposed to look like. You would be real pissed off if New Horizon looked like that. That's not yeah. why you have a PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah, I get that. I would say a good example of it. I don't know. This is a weird metaphor. I just thought of. So I'm staring at a painting. Like imagine there was a blank slate of modern video games. It's like you start painting on a wall, right? And everybody's been filling this wall in forever. Yeah. Horizon was like, fuck yeah. I know the few touches this needs to make perfect fucking painting. An awesome thing. This is the wall we've had forever. I'm going to fill this fucking thing out to every way I can and make it perfect. And Zelda was like... All right, well, that's pretty good. But I'm going to hit it with a fucking sledgehammer like six times in a couple holes, and we're going to bust through to a new one. And it's shitty and it's dirty back there, but it's a new wall. Some painting and construction metaphors. I liked it. Breaking down walls, folks. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back well, with that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh? You didn't answer the question, though. Oh, so, sorry. No, no. Well, sorry. Maybe I trailed off, too. So which one would you say did – I don't know. You don't have to say which one's better. Which one did you like more? Uh, I'm not far enough in Zelda to really call it. I don't know. No. Okay. Like I loved Horizon. Like I want. I, I know I you put you, the time was in. Like, get the platinum. I, I even want. said it to Cody when he first started it. It's just like when he bought it. He's like, I hope you like it, man. Wouldn't it just suck if Cody or if Kyle was really bad at liking things? Like, <laughs> you know, like if if I hate it, I didn't want to jinx it for him. You know, he he does like it though. I'm glad. Uh, no, I would <laughs> say it's like a perfect PlayStation game, and Zelda is it on Xbox as well? No, it's a PlayStation exclusive, exclusive yeah. right? Uh, and Zelda is like a perfect Nintendo game in the sense that it's, it, they were coming up with some shit I just haven't seen before. Okay. It's console prefer like, you know, preferable or whatever. Well, yeah, no, they they both work for their system. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're both, I would say, like the flagship titles at this point for each one. For like, sure. All right. Well, that's good. Well, right now they're calling the the Nintendo Switch the Zelda system. Well, I'll tell you right now <laughs> that I I am interested in the Switch because, like, I mean, I've bought and sell or Skyrim a hundred thousand times, and I mean, like, I would buy like I want oh, yeah, the Zelda one. and the Skyrim, and I mean to be able to just go down to the basketball court and play both. And I've games. been playing uh, Zelda a lot on just the handheld part of the Wii U. Like just sitting on the couch, like yeah. Lindsay's watching TV or whatever. And I heard, it's awesome. To be I able heard to do that. that the graphics on the handheld are actually higher than if you plug it uh, into your on, TV. On the z- on, or at least like the, the definition. What happens is oh. for the Switch, when uh, when it's in your hand, right? It's the screen on the Switch is 720, and when it's docked, it's 900p. Uh, so it's like they upscale it. When it's docked. Yeah. So when it's in the like thing and on your screen. Like oh, you slide it into the little okay. container and it proj- like yeah, puts yeah. it on the screen. So because of that, the frame rate drops at certain spots, so that you get better performance out of the handheld. Is the current idea as to why that happens? Okay. I don't know. I didn't get a switch in and up, but I don't know. it's good on Wii U. So if you have one, definitely pick it up. Mm. Uh, and we'll gonna take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be sorry. right back with uh, some Iron Fist, I think, ideas from Greg. And Cody's got a new game for us. Hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B-Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on Blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. B-Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. And we're back. And uh, I guess, Cody, you, you got a little game for us to play? I guess it's, game might not be the right it's word. It's not really a game. Cody's it's, whole life is a little game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment or He's an winning. insult. Well, He's got a about, winning haircut. Uh, you saved yourself. He's winning. <laughs> <laughs> He's solving the puzzles, bro. Um, I call it a segment because maybe I want to do it again, or maybe you guys should do it again. But uh, I want to call it over overrated, underrated, or just fine. Because okay. there's going to be some things that will come up on this list that I don't think you'll find are overrated or underrated. I think so. The way that you look at them and the world looks at them might be just fine. So let me get this. Ready. So you're gonna you're gonna give us like a topic or idea or something like this, and then we're supposed to say it's overrated or underrated or just fine. And yeah, and just tell me why. Okay. Like real quick, I got a, quite a few of them here, so so just we'll quick ideas on topics. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll start off with with a comic one, The Flash, overrated or underrated or just fine. Okay, I'm gonna go underrated, but that being said, I didn't read. A, I don't read a lot of Flash comics, or didn't even when I was into it. Underrated. I, that's what I'm gonna say, just because I always feel like most people don't get Flash enough credit. He's pretty much one of the most powerful people in the DC universe, and he's pretty ball. Yeah, what do you think, Greg? I, I'm gonna have to agree. I think that being part of the Justice League, you know, people give that too much. They're like, oh yeah, no, no, he's part of the Justice League. Oh man, hype, hype, hype. But then it's just like you overlook the Flash. You always and think about Superman or Batman. You don't OP think about the Flash. Fuck. Okay, well, underrated. you guys say that, but I want to say overrated. Okay. Because there, you couldn't tell me a, a plot uh, a plot for the Flash that I that I would care about. Well, that's the problem, right? Like writing maybe hasn't been great for him. I I get that. At times he doesn't. He has more. Uh, he always shines in like the multiverse stuff or like the Crisis on Infinite Earths kind of thing or any of the Crisis stuff. That's kind of where it's like suddenly like, oh, well, the solution to this is the Flash. All right. But, so, uh, yeah, it seems like the general consensus is that the Flash is underrated. Should we go less explanation? 
No, I don't know. Just do your thing. Um, next one up, Australia. Overrated. <laughs> People say it's the Canada of the South. That's bullshit. So you, you say overrated, but that, that's where you picked and risk to start. Oh, well, uh, uh, totally underrated and risk. <laughs> we're talking risk. I mean, you definitely take down that. Uh, they're just fine. You think Australia is just they're fine? They're just fine. They get, all the, that atten- was even an option. They get <laughs> all the attention that they need. And I mean, I've met all the Australians like that I need to meet and they're fun and stuff. But you're glad when you're just like, I'll see you guys never again. And they're just like, I will never see you again either. Too many fucking spiders there. Man. Yeah, see, I want to go with just fine as well. I think like I think Australia is doing as good as Canada is in like the the, in the world game. You don't hear you don't really hear about terrorist attacks in Australia. No one wants to go down there. Like, Uh, (laughs) yeah, so yeah, (laughs) too many spiders and snakes that might kill you. But uh, okay, next one up, McDonald's. Hmm, just fine. Just fine. Yeah, what's your favorite thing to get? Uh, well, obviously I'm a I'm a Big Mac fan. Who doesn't like a good Big Mac? Also, I appreciate the fact that McDonald's, as much as they get shit about their crappy meals or whatever, always clean, good service. I don't fucking Can't know about that. always clean. Depends where you go. I go we go with their busy ones, but <laughs> Kingston <laughs> has a lot of busy, pretty well. I, I think yeah. they're just McDonald's. fine. I mean, it doesn't matter what they sell. McDonald's wants to sell whatever you want, and. As soon as people wanted healthy food, they were having fucking bottles of water on par and salad. As soon as people wanted like coffee, that. they had some of the it best coffee. It doesn't matter. Yeah. McDonald's will sell you whatever you want and try to make money off of that. And so it's their product is irrelevant. They want to make you happy, and I think that they're doing just fine. I want to say just fine because the price is right. I know. I can't say that they're beneficial to some parts of the world. I'm, that's not part of this uh, conversation. Yeah, how they are here is what we're judging on. It's <laughs> just fine here. In my belly, just yeah. fine. Just yeah, fine just in my belly. Fine. Yes, nothing else. All right, next one up. Michael Jackson. Ooh. Underrated. Overrated. Ooh, okay. Tell me why, boys. You got, to, you got a lot of grief about the, the potential pedophilia thing. Well, Fair I think, enough. I think our generation has that stigma against them. I don't know if you even want to call it a stigma. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what he did. It was always know. allegedly, right? Yeah, allegedly. it was always allegedly. allegedly. I, I don't know for sure, and I'm ignoring that whole part. I love listening to Jackson 5. Jackson 5 are great, See? and he was the king of pop. Are we going to yeah, do man. Jackson 5 or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson, just as a person. Yeah, he was in Jackson 5. He was also Mac- Michael uh, Jackson. I'm going to say he's doing just fine, then. <laughs> okay, you changed it just fine. Because, like, I mean, I do like to Jackson 5. I, I want to say, ju- like, just fine for, like, the whole world, but underrated for our generation. Because of the whole Macaulay Culkin like yeah, shenanigans, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There might I don't have, know. There might have been some disgusting shit going on. Obviously, there. I'm basing this on he wasn't a pedophile. <laughs> if he was a pedophile, totally overrated. Let's give him that. <laughs> like I, I, well, I'm basing about on that. Like just music. I mean, I don't know. I can't tell you how many of the songs I want to listen to. I could throw all of them probably. No. They're all good. Weird Al versions. <laughs> my, all right. Weird Al now. There's a guy that is underrated. <laughs> is he on your list? No, he's not on the list. Right. Yeah. On yours no next spoiler, time. underrated. Go on. All right, next one. Harry Potter. Oh, that's tough. Just fine. Just fine? I'm trying to figure out if I could do with like more. It, like right now? Yeah, just yeah, well, fine. Yeah. I mean, uh, we just went wasn't. to Petawawa, and like my mom's... Uh, anyway, my mom, like it's a military base. My mom's moving. And uh, we did like a little walkthrough check, like because she's buying a new home, and the one home that I wanted to get, this guy was clearly into Star Wars and Harry Potter. As soon as you walked in the front door, it was all like the movie posters, but like on the the wood, 
like I don't know, oh, like, yeah. you know, like the thick, like, plaque. like laminated. Yeah, like, but they were yeah. like plaque laminated. I don't know, but they were all like Han Solo and carbonite. You know, like Darth Vader force choking you right, right when you walk in. It was classy. You go, <laughs> go upstairs. There was like a bookshelf. I love that Greg version of classy. <laughs> there was like a bookshelf, and it was all just the Harry Potter books. And then on either side of them, there was just like there were six wands like it was three wands on one side of the bookshelf and then three wands and like there's even the one broken harry potter wand like it was like a part with like a little like it was held together by like one little string <laughs> this guy was a fucking super nerd oh they were great probably a two versus three fan bookshelf <laughs> fucking every star wars book ever like i mean a bookshelf nothing but star wars books like an og fan oh you know that they probably didn't come with the house <laughs> but <I like> the, <laughs> the basement though was all wallpapered in uh What's the? It was like a crappy hockey team. Green and yellow it was like a whale. Maybe is it? Lingo? Oh, the Hartford Whalers, no. or like the Canucks? Like they kind of have green. Maybe and it was like a Al- Canucks. Alternate. I don't know. It was like the the basement though was like you had to repaint. But what was the question? Harry Potter, <laughs> just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that old uh, ramble Christ. there. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna say just fine. Is I I want to say they're kind of like the McDonald's of books. <laughs> Harry Potter, the McDonald's of books. That does like, not sound like a compliment <laughs> at JK all. JK Rowley's going to just fucking send us some hate mail. She's a fan too. All right, next one up Curse of Writing. <laughs> fucking overrated. Overrated. <laughs> Why? I can fucking, fucking be ambidextrous if I fucking print with my left hand. Okay, here's the thing about we are the like probably the last generation of people that got taught Curse of Writing. I would assume. I hope to Christ they're not teaching it to everybody anymore. Why? It's pointless. I fucking love being able to curse or write. People That's good. That's nice. We you learn how to curse write. I, I wish I had learned how to fucking do type. it in your spare time. Yeah. Why? You guys are both doing it. Instead of th- no think, one think does back it. to the, some of the shit you were taught in elementary school, how fucking meaningful that was. Oh, I, I, all right. That's true. And if you want to go <laughs> elementary school over under, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. How many times did you have to fucking like? Get like a book full of just loose leaf paper and fucking write the cursively the same because she's like, I can't read that. I also, can't read that. No, I was yeah. good at it. Fuck well, you no, too, then. Yeah, actually, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Well, you're like, I also, worry, how often did you get in trouble because t- having to write lines of that shit is a pain in the ass? I fucking got, I wrote lines, but <laughs> <laughs> write the definition of cursive down on this page 25 times in cursive. No, I, I what's, what's really funny is like everyone has a specific curse of writing. It's all because of how they're taught. Some people just write gibberish, but I still, I write my letters the same way I was taught back in like grade fucking two or three. Yeah, me too. Uh, but no, I'm going to say underrated. Underrated. Yeah, well, that's fair. I, I mean, I get it if, especially, well, like you do some art, you probably wouldn't Sundials, consider yourself like underrated. a... Underrated? Cody? Sun. <laughs> I love it. That's good. That's good, Craig. Jesus. We're over here telling time with our phones and like <laughs> typing shit up on our computers and Cody's just like cursive. Mm-hmm. Cursive. <laughs> cursive writing, man. It's a nice looking thing. Teach it in I'm our class, of, not in English cal- class. Calligraphy in general. Uh, I'm liking this this game because this is uh, definitely some some two versus three shit here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Next one up will be strip clubs. Underrated. Underrated. <laughs> All right, why? All right, well, it depends. If you're a frequenter, like I mean, <laughs> frequenter, like you go there every week or something of the strip club, probably that's too much. But occasionally going to the strip club is a fucking good time. Yeah. I feel like we all just agreed that the next time we're out drinking, the strip club. <laughs> Do you guys go for the lap dance? Nah, it's, uh, no. It's, that's yeah, overrated. I, <laughs> lap dance overrated? Lap dance no. is overrated. I mean, you don't 
fucking go to the movies and want to like touch the screen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, man. Like, if the that movie, had, I would. If the screen had tits. <laughs> if you're telling me that I don't want to touch it, well, I mean, that's not true. Just I don't like do. It's a good time right. and shit, but I mean, I don't know. I have. I don't know if I've ever had a bad time in a strip club. I can't say I have either. No. No, well, Vegas, yeah. maybe. Only in the sense that they, they're really pushing the cell there. Uh, no, <laughs> just uh, when we lost a couple of times, I went to the, the strip club. We know the guy that works in the booth. And you just, like, walk in thinking that you're just like, y'all like, cool, I don't know anybody here. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, and Greg Moser yeah, walking into the strip club two, with Cody O. Yeah, the, the problem oh, is there's too so, many two versus three fans so, at the Yeah, <laughs> at the, the DJs club. at the strip club. It's like, hey, guys, you want to hear some social distortion? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, man. Yeah, that's so awkward. Luckily, yeah, no one else You don't want to be called out by name at the strip club. Man, I don't know. I, I, I Some of the girls I went to high school with, are like, I've seen them at the strip club. Stripping work, or work, just for fun? Working. A little 50-50, kind of like tits out serving booze kind of thing. Nice. Here in Kingston, beers are relatively the same price there as they are at a kind of somewhat nicer bar. And I'm not a fan of nicer bars, so I'd rather go to the shitty bar with the tits and pay the same <laughs> price with the beers. Fair enough, man. All right, next one up is... uh, Oh, shit, I fucked up. Tequila. Ugh. Underrated. Overrated. Oh, okay. Ugh. Let's battle it out, boys. If I'm ordering a shot at a bar, I'm getting a shot of tequila. Really, you don't go. For, you don't go for whiskey. No, even though it's the I same. like to drink my whiskey <laughs> slowly, sipping. That's how I like it. Yeah. Tequila, granted, I I very rarely gotten to have a nice sipping tequila. So shit, poor, terrible tequila, sh- like shooter of it, good stuff. That shit fucking turns my stomach. I like my whiskey. Like I like my music. Very Canadian. I'm not down with the tequila. It's not like a racial thing or whatever. I mean, I'd love to go to Mexico. Um, I just, tequila, I can't handle it, man. Like, I can drink a lot of booze straight, but, like, just the smell of tequila, and I'm like, my throat closes, and, like, can't. Yeah, (laughs) it happens to a lot of people. They're just, I can do it. Um, I'm going to say just fine, because it serves its purpose. So two versus three is split on tequila right down the middle. Well, I think that that would make it just fine. Just fine, then, I guess, yeah. Tequila is just fine. Like, if one <laughs> if one is over and one is <laughs> under, and that is fine. just yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, it's doing fine. Yeah. Tequila's doing fine, boys. No one's got to worry about tequila right oh, now. Oh, sorry for that uh, loud noise, everybody. <laughs> that was just a little bang on a mic. How's you? How's your ears feel? Banging on the mic? Underrated. I've been hitting this fucking microphone the whole episode. I'm not even that drunk. <laughs> Maybe uh yeah. And he's Greg's like, been actually doing better without headphones on this whole time than he has ever with <laughs> headphones. I'm more conscious. And like, why do you mean you had to point it out? Uh, well, just been doing a good job. I was trying to pay you a compliment. I'm really good at not wearing headphones, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one, bud? The next one <laughs> is on the opposite end of the spectrum. T. Overrated. Under. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Just fine. Oh, man, we're split on tea. This guy's his favorite tea. Let's hear you why. Uh, my favorite tea is just like green tea with honey. Okay. I yeah, no, that's a solid tea. I feel like, uh, yeah, that sounds fine. I like coffee black, which I feel like everybody here. <laughs> that's your favorite that's not tea? A tea <laughs> no, no, no. Hold up. I'm getting where I'm going. It's, I'm taking on a trip. Like coffee black. I don't like anything sugary, where I feel like all the teas you would drink either don't have as much flavor as a black coffee for bitterness. Or, like, they're meant to have 
uh, cream and sugar in them, which I just don't enjoy. That's why I like putting honey in a tea. It's, it's a honey, great sweetener. That sounds good. Yeah. And the, the only ones I get that are like kind of meant to be just drank without uh, uh, sugar or cream are like fruit ones where it's like, oh, this is like raspberry, whatever. And that eh, just tastes like warm juice. It's yeah. just not my thing. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but that's why I lean more towards like you can get like uh, like white leaf teas and like green leaf teas, and, like black leaf teas and shit like that. And depending on the type of tea you're getting, yeah, you put in milk and sugar or honey or drink it the way it is. But no, there are a lot of good teas out there that you don't have to put anything in that aren't necessarily as like fruity as chamomile. what you're suggesting. Chamomile yeah. before Yeah, bed. like th- yeah. that's why I'm saying that they're underrated because like, yeah, there's a I'm lot of teas the right you don't know There's about. a lot of them. That's there's a, a lot of teas you don't know about. Man, I got a whole a little bucket of tea up here, a little steeper. <laughs> Throwing out there a thing that recently, super Canadian thing. Tim Hortons had this whole campaign recently here that was like their dark roast they changed because people were complaining about it. They made it darker, didn't they? Well, I don't even know what that means. Also, I've recently understood that dark roast has less caffeine. That's what I heard. Than regular roast caffeine. Like, like me. So, so basically, they probably can just like reuse beans. They're like, you fucking want shittier coffee, boys? We'll fucking sell you shittier coffee. Yeah. With, uh, uh, I don't know. That's what that means. I've never drank a, a Tim Hortons coffee. I'm not coffee saying the caffeine like, oh, thing, but it's not coffee. shittier coffee. No, it's just different flavor. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. Drink your coffee black. I don't really need it to taste more like coffee. Yeah, it depends though. We we have a like a coffee machine at my work, mm. and a cup of coffee from that compared to like brewing a pot of our other shit is like day and night. Wait, wait. Do you mean when you say coffee machine, you like coffee vending machine or like a Keurig? Uh, and it's like a massive Keurig, like an industrial Keurig, where like we put like a bucket of beans in the top. Okay. And then, well, like, and then, sorry, so it grinds up espresso basically for every. It's like an Amer- it makes an americano. Mm. Okay. Well, that's yeah, a bunch of espresso. Americano is my favorite. If I'm getting a coffee at a nice coffee house, I'm getting an americano. Yeah. That's mostly because I just like the taste of black coffee. Coffee. All right. Just fine. Oh, yeah. Is that we going just, coffee? We're, uh, we're gonna say just coffee fine. Is definitely just fine. Yeah. But tea though, I said underrated. I said overrated. Yeah, I said say? just fine. Well, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's right. just fine. Just fine. All right. Next one is a uh, hardcover books. That's, that's the toughest one on here. No, they're doing just fine. Hardcover books are just fine. Oh, man. So much of me There's wants to There's a lot to, say, to consider, oh, though, because a hardcover can almost double the price of a book. And are a pain in the dick to read, depending on the book. Absolutely. Depending on the book. But also, these current. look so Depending on the size of the book, too. Like, I just finished reading The, the Meta Baron 2, which was a $50 book. They're Shouldn't have been $50, but because it was hardcover with a glossy-ass cover and it came with a bookmark yeah. and shit. It was fifty bucks, but it also made it hard to read because it was so goddamn large. Yeah, you can't fold the pages. I assume, like, I got you that uh, compendium for. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on the HP uh, Lovecraft. HP Lovecraft, and I looked at that as I got it. I was like, "This is looks amazing," but I bet you it'll be a pain in the dick to read. Not really. It's kind of the proper size that, like, it, the so hardcover doesn't really matter. I'm gonna go with they're just they're doing fine. <laughs> I, I guess I got no either way. It's like I, I have complaints and I have compliments. To be honest. Do you know how you always like struggle to read a book, but when you have a hardcover book, you read it like you're supposed to. You, like you put it down and you like get a chair at a table and you just like. No, see, I don't. I don't like reading a book that way. I've been reading like because I read horrible. books in bed. I've been reading like I, I, I got like you know not a lot, but I got some comics that I don't like to touch, and especially like when I I get like a little excited and my hands get sweaty or something. You oh know? man, it's the worst. So like I've got a good habit now of reading with books on my lap or on a table. You know, yeah, like I don't actually that, touch yeah. it. 
I think it always seems like the silliest moment in the world, especially with a fresh comic. Like this one might be worth something. So it's sitting on my well, lap. Well, man, especially I like I, I have a lot of old comics that are printed on newsprint. Oh, that's and if, like, if you're reading those with sweaty hands, it's, it's what was the one we both had and they fell apart. It was uh, oh, a long Halloween. Fucking, or, yeah. That pissed me off so goddamn much. But mind you, it was soft cover. Like right now, uh, no, no, the Doomsday's here right now. Uh, our little toy shelf here. But no, I bought. There was three. All I bought three packages. It was the Doomsday and Superman with the with the soft like the soft cover of the Death of Superman for twenty five oh, bucks. The Long Halloween with Batman and the Joker for twenty five bucks, like action figures. And then V for Vendetta. The the soft cover with the V mask for twenty five bucks. All of those are fair. They're not under or overrated. But the fucking they did fall the hollow the yeah, the long Halloween. Like we're reading it and every time you turn the page it was like the page would come out. Bad glue. Yeah. Oh like man, like but the anxiety, it. like I lit- I think I just got a little uncomfortable just thinking about it. Was it was a new book. Fucking like yeah, out of the box. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, no, I have a Robert Crumb sketchbook that like I opened the cover and it split. Right in the store, right after I fucking paid for it, touching comics. So you know what? Wait, was it hard or soft? <laughs> was that? Was that? It was soft. It was hardcover. It was hardcover. Hard I was just about bound. to say, They're damn. They should, then I thought no, for a I'm second. Gonna, I'm going to say hardcovers are overrated. Oh. Under now, because I the amount. I'm going to still stick right with down the middle. I'm going to say because the amount that they raise the price of a book and the aesthetic that it adds. It's they last much. longer, man. It's manual. You're, you're right about that. They last longer. Now, these glossy fucking shiny ass shit, but like a proper fucking hardcover book that it's like, I don't even know what it is. It's like a cloth almost over yeah, the I'll heart. I'll say right now, though, dust jackets, overrated. <sighs> they get in the yeah. way. They're so fucking That's annoying. That's fair. And I almost always I never take them off. look worse than the actual hardcover. You don't take them off while you read? No, I'm afraid. Oh, my God, No, man, because you're I a literally, fool. I get, I, that, that's on like, I'm Sorry, on vacation dust now. Jacket. Now I'm on vacation and I got to fucking that because like my sweaty hands are fucking ruining the book. <laughs> I almost I like on a lot of books. I'll just peel them right I off. Only, and fuck you. I'm getting rid of this books. dust jacket. All right. We're, we're going into a lot of detail on these. We should move a little faster. We're only halfway through. <laughs> That's fine. Um, the next one. Mike Myers, the actor, not the not the horror. Underrated. Villain. Underrated. I'm going to go underrated. Was at one point maybe doing well or overrated right now. Underrated. Yeah, um, I'm going to say work. underrated too. What, uh, what's your guys' favorite role by him? Uh, I want to say Wayne's World. I'm going to go Wayne's World. Uh, I like Austin Powers. I, like Austin, I think like Austin Powers was perfect for how old I was when it came out. Yeah, exactly. So I want to like that's funny. The we were just talking about potty humor. Like seconds potty humor, like it's silly as fuck. Man, uh, <clears throat> his small, tiny appearance in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Bril- yeah, brilliant! Really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Plays no, like yeah, like the guy, he, should be, he, he should doesn't need serious more work. roles. He's he's rolling in Shrek money. He doesn't have to do shit. Oh yeah, Shrek money. So like he, I think he doesn't work by choice. But I mean, in fairness, he should make a comeback. I think he'd be great. People lose it when he shows up on SNL for two also, minutes, and he just we might have a awkward. bias of his Canadianness. So like he's like an icon here. All right, um, next one up will be mustard. Oh, Ooh, underrated. Underrated. Underrated? Why? It's the best condiment. People get all people rough. argue about ketchup and shit. Fuck you. It's mustard. Yeah, you ever put ketchup? I mean, uh, mustard. Like you dip your French fries in that shit. Oh, it's delicious. French fried taters. Taters. Oh, <laughs> Sling yeah. blade. It's weird. <laughs> put yeah, mustard on anything. It's mm-hmm. the best condiment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people say, "Oh, it's oh no, it's ketchup," and then other people are like, "Oh, Did I watch mayonnaise or something." No. Uh, maybe we definitely watched my VHS version together. That once. might be the first time I've seen it. Of man. what? Oh, really? 
Yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't hear what you said. Sling Blade with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, I've never seen. Oh, that's mm. what that line comes from. Uh, uh, I, I like mustard with my French fried uh-huh. taters. Mm-hmm. We want to watch it with Whipred. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dark movie. Yeah, it's it's one Billy, of his best. Billy Bob roles, though. Billy Bob. Underrated. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, mustard man. I've been stepping my mustard game up See, I was hard. Just say, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. ups their fucking hot sauce game. You know, like it's all hot sauce. We're in the hot they're sauce in the culture. Same, they're in the same uh, like league in, in my mind. What's your guys' favorite mustard? Oh man, like a like a horseradish Dijon. Ke- yeah, a uh, uh, Keen's hot mustard. See, I'm split between like a a horseradish Dijon and, oh, horseradish and a Dijon good and a good tough. honey mustard. A jar that comes in a jar the size of your fist. I'm anti honey mustard only because I like my mustard spicy, not sweet. But, that's su- but honey mustard has a place. Oh, I just dislike sweet stuff. So. The little fucking meat meat vendor down in the downtown. Oh yeah, he's and got like loads your, load your hot dog here. Load your hot dog up some sauerkraut, some honey mustard, whatever. The grains mm. in it. Fuck oh, yeah, yeah, no man. Yeah, man, I've been making my own mustards lately. Where I've been just like. Throw some mustard seed in it? Just no, no, not, <laughs> not making it from scratch, but just like mustard and then a little hot sauce, a little honey, uh, so some pepper and stuff like that. A little extra salt, some cayenne. Mm. Mix it all up. Mm. Fuck, oh, that's, that, that's a good mm-hmm. choice. Like but it's, it's all about the ratios because too much honey, it's runny. Like a mad scientist. Too much mustard. Now the haircut makes sense. Yeah, honey's got to be <laughs> dealt in a small dosages. All right, next one up would be James Bond. The character? The Doing character. just fine, I would say. <laughs> or just, just like the franchise in general. I'm just like, what do you uh, think of James Bond? Well, like the last movie wasn't great. <laughs> I, I'm gonna but say underrated. In general, just fine. I'm gonna say underrated because you know, like I'm, I don't know if I make it. If like I try to explain this, but when something becomes so overrated, it no longer gets acknowledged. Where it's like it gets put up on a high shelf and then almost forgotten about. You know, where James Bond got put up on this high shelf and it kept getting up higher and higher and then eventually no one could touch it and it, yeah. it kind of got forgotten and like they had to reinvent it and they're trying and like, I don't even think Daniel Craig right now wants to be James Bond anymore. He like, doesn't. The no. franchise is shook and it's like... I don't think kids care about James Bond. You know Bond. what I mean? It's It's got so overrated to the point where it's like, it's untouchable and like now it's like, oh, younger generations, it's like, I wasn't there, I don't get it or care and, and other people are just like, oh, I couldn't recreate these moments. It's like, those movies weren't good like cinematically like they were just like entertaining honestly some of them are good cinematically i feel like the newer ones especially are like untouchably good i feel like goldeneye was very important for getting a new generation onto the james bond train you know yeah like i mean that's definitely that era that got me on even though that's the era that i don't like so that's that's what got us hooked are we are we night now could we actually you just kind of said it cody like Nintendo's next game is going to be a fucking first-person James Bond game. I don't know. They can't do first-person. They don't have the license, and yeah, they, they don't. But do does that. the world need a new James Bond game? Like we just got no. They, they, they tried. <laughs> they put out many since that game, and they, they all failed. I think. I feel like one yeah, kind of, like something weird. like a little bit like Tomb Raider, but in replace caves. And no, no. If they did Uncharted, Honestly, I think that's wrong. James Bond I think skins? it should be more like Heavy Rain, done in James Bond. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but you think? No, yeah. I think like an Uncharted style game. No, I don't want the climbing and shit. No, no, but shooting. Like climbing, I, that's not James Bond. Not climbing, but just like different like on a sneak city mechanics. building, though. You know, where you have to go outside and shimmy on the ledges. You then know, you and like go into an unlocked window. I feel like it's the detective story that I wanted of him, like that secret agentness 
that it, they don't get anymore. You don't, you don't think like somewhere between Batman and Metal Gear we could find a really good Metal James Gear, Bond game? Now I'm listening about Metal Gear. It's a totally different <laughs> That's thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. know, if Snake was in a suit crawling through the vent and then he comes out and he dusts himself off yeah. and then walks up and hands somebody a key card. But like old Metal Gear. <laughs> but you know, but you just had to go and like sneak through the vents and break into someone's office and get it. And now yeah. you come back out and... I could be sold like, on a new one. I could be sold. Oh, man. I'm going to say James Bond is just fine. I want to say overrated. But uh, like, it's classic in my mind, and there's so many different generations of James Bond. I think current James Bond. I think Bond it can appeal to anyone. Is underrated, other than the most like recent one. None of us uh, have those, cable. all those Daniel Craig ones. There's two bad ones, two great ones. But I mean, Casino Royales. We don't know about all the James Bond movie marathons that Spike is rocking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I guess the next thing up is hash. Hashish. 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 That's overrated. Overrated? Yeah, Shatters, yeah, yeah. overrated. Summer. Oils, overrated. Edibles are overrated. They're great. Don't get me wrong. But they're not like the bee's knees and above and beyond. Like, you know, what happens when you when you fucking... Right now, we get happy when I get a little hash or some weed or like, you know, some oil or something like that. But if that's your day-to-day, all day... I, I think it's overrated. I, I've never, in my days that I have, never thought that hash was like worth the <laughs> what seemed to be price over just regular weed yeah no it's always i i definitely say overrated um yeah the idea of it is um is great i like the idea of having different variations of the same kind of like a treat yeah but do you not think that smoking weed should be as easy as cracking a beer but yeah i also find that hash well there's there's easy ways to smoke these days but expensive not easy yeah but um it's most of the time, it doesn't taste good. When you get, like, a fucking, like, when someone tells me, like, oh, man, I got this new fucking crazy name of weed, and you're just like, oh, yeah, and you smoke it, and you're like, you get that fucking, like, crystal clear pine or some shit like that. I don't fucking know, but it, it I know, you know you're talking about. It tingles in your face. Yeah, and you're just like, you don't get that smoking hash. You're like, eh, this tastes like fucking, maybe we're, again, some guys rolling over being like, fucking, you don't get the good shit. Again, the that good Lebanese shit. Lebanese blonde. Yeah, the Lebanese shit costs fucking, you know. More than my fucking bong, you know. It's that like, shit with the Taliban stamp on it. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I gotta like you know you can fucking find some guy down the road that grew some amazing fucking weed, you know. It's like you're right. It, it's a waste. Yeah, man. And, well, like not it's really. I guess it's a treat. It's made out of stems and like sticks Again, and stems and seeds and shit. Stuff. I don't know. Fuck hash. <laughs> Unanimously so, overrated. Overrated. Mm-hmm. All right. Next thing up is boxing. Underrated. 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 Nowadays. Too. Yeah, everyone's on UFC's deck. It's a real gentleman's sport, if you ask me. It is. Yeah. There were rules. rules. Yeah. yeah, there were rules. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And there <laughs> was a, there was a, te- a technicality to what was happening where it was about as much watching what was happening as what wasn't. Restraint. Yeah. Yeah, it takes, a, it takes a different kind of discipline. Yeah. And like those guys can fuck up a UFC fighter. Oh, it, it, like if the rules were boxing rules. Oh yeah, the boxing. You know, not a chance. So. Like I like the idea that it's it is a sport in that way where like you get points from hitting a guy in the face. It's not about knockout, even though all the time, all yeah, the yeah, time yeah. it is knockouts. But like there's technique and discipline to it, and yeah, there's a lot of class to boxing. I find that a lot of people there's are. There's a lot in, of they're lack not into these times where there's yeah. not class to UFC. I find it's usually like a dirty crowd. The UFC came out with this fucking. I don't know, plan 
to be the best of all the sports, you know, to like to be what was wrong with all the fucking leagues and sports and shit. They were going to be the best fucking thing. And it's like, we're not a joke. Like we're not wrestling. We're going to be better than boxing. And now we got fucking Conor McGregor and all people want to see him is him fight fucking Mayweather. Oh yeah. You know, and it's just like, I fucking feel fighters refusing to fight other fighters and like everybody's tested this, positive for this drugs. question asked to Greg and I, let's say two or three years ago, totally different answer. Yeah, I love and like I know we're not ignorant like to say that there's like oh technique and shit to boxing. It's like I understand how fighting and mixed martial arts works. It's yeah, like, we watched it all. You know, like, it's I like mean, that was my like the reason I don't watch it anymore is because fuck you can see a better fight watching baseball. Yeah, I don't know. And and in you know? the, like, the UFC in general has been a fucking piss off of just like. It's a joke. terrible, like just it's Before, been running into the you know, ground. Back when there was it seems just like Apple. it's a teenager's fucking league. No, this is the perfect <sighs> opportunity for another league to step up. You know, like the UFC doesn't have to be the mainstream fucking face of MMA anymore. You want to go see some MMA? Go to the fucking like Ottawa. Or, like I mean, for us, example, like all our major cities have fucking UFC events or MMA events. I should yeah, say. Yeah. Whereas before we weren't allowed to. It's becoming I more feel like they legalized. Need to be a little more focused. You know exactly. Yeah, that, but, uh, there's there's so like the whole idea of like there are no rules, and then they narrow down the rules, but they never re- really figured out how to do that properly. The scoring is completely fucked. The like, way they get none paid of the, is fucked. The way yeah, they got exactly. paid was fucked, and it created a breed of arrogant fucking assholes. The same and thing now, can be said about boxing, though. They, they, no, like a lot of fair. arrogant assholes in but boxing. But now then, the, now the you way they're getting Mayweather paid is nobody wants to be a fighter, and or you have to like sell your body. You know, it's just like the the the, the point of, of seeing two like honorable guys get into a fucking ring to see who's the better fighter. That is so fucking long gone. You know. So I guess we can say UFC is overrated. Definitely. UFC is underrated. Currently, it's underrated yeah. right now. All right, the next one up, Lord of the Rings. Overrated, the most overrated shit ever. Wow. Fucking yeah, Christ. Yeah. The movies. You forget especially. whose court you're in here? Kyle. No, I know. That's why I'm speaking first. <laughs> <laughs> the movies especially are super overrated. I, I I don't understand the one bit of that that really... Like, I guess that in you that place and time... one bit. That, why why, why it was that. like... No, so, people are like, oh, it's just, a cinematography masterpiece. My fucking Do you guys want to take a quick break then and we'll come back and explain to Kyle in detail about what's awesome about all the Lord of the Rings movies? Kyle? <laughs> No, no break. You get to go now. <laughs> I, I decided that. <laughs> Seriously, you don't. You don't. There's not one admirable quality to those films. It, I'm not saying or, there's not or, one or admirable just, quality. I'm talking about like the universe in general, because like the. Oh, books okay. Are, no, the books. I get absolutely. 100. percent I get it. Like uh, if we're talking Earth. about Middle Earth, overrated. No, if we're talking Middle Earth, not. Oh, I'm not saying overrated. <laughs> I'm talking about the movies specifically. That's my beef. Those aren't great movies. Could you imagine the cover of like Cosmopolitan, Middle Earth, not overrated? <laughs> no, no, I can just see it. It's like Middle Earth still sexy. It's like overrated, <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I fucking love that universe so much. I, I but like, I movie? like that universe more than Star Wars. Well, that's nonsense. I don't Greg, like it more I, than Star Wars, but I like it a lot. I'm, I'm just saying right now, I do. All right, would you take Harry Potter's universe over Lord of the Rings? That's funny that you say that because I was actually no. just thinking that in my head, and I think that I like them both a lot, but for different reasons. Like, I would want, like to hang out in Middle Earth, but I'd, I'd rather watch Harry Potter. I don't even know. I, that's not true either. I no. think the opposite. 
Yeah, it might be the opposite of anything. Like, I mean, I, I would like some butter beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like nope. I feel like um, Middle Earth is way more hostile than the Hogwarts world. Uh, I yeah, mean, we we've talked. Okay, we're going to go back into some old episodes here. Like, if if we if we were in Middle Earth, like uh, I mean, be fucking hanging out in the Shire or something. Well, some that's other the thing. Hobbit you love thing. the Hobbit life. I, I wouldn't know that. about danger or anything. I would be. Like, I just like, feel I like would be blown away when I found out beer came in pints. If if this was about Middle Earth, I would say underrated. If it was just you said Middle Earth. <laughs> underrated because it doesn't get enough appreciation there's awesome stuff in there but the movies focus on too much of what the books focus on and do it not justice probably also in general he built an awesome world that is just filled with a lot of dull shit like they focus too much on the dull shit give me a little action you don't you weren't like fucking what a couple of you know 10 christmases ago or whatever when like lord of the rings 2 was coming out to theater you were just like Fuck. Didn't even see it. Yes. I saw every fuck. single one in theater. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I've I rented the them. Rented times. on DVD. Well, that was the thing, right? Like, I was like, cr- ah, Christmas like was, was Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter movies. Like, that was like the fucking six or, well, probably like Harry Potter came out for like I was just years. never on that hype train and just anyway, wasn't my thing. No, All right. Lord I think it's pretty obvious. Wait, that, just, uh, just fine. So, wait. What, what, what did you guys say? I said underrated. You said overrated. Cody. Underrated. No, I didn't say overrated. I said. Uh, did, or, so I said overrated. Sorry. You I'd said say it's just fine, if not underrated. But I'm gonna go with just fine after. Uh, you want to make it just fine? Because I'm saying underrated, for sure. We need some more Lord of the Rings. Although I heard today that there there's rumors that the the first game that they're gonna reveal for Xbox Scorpio might be the new Lord of the Rings. Oh, game. they've already showed it. Uh, Shadow of Scorpio. War. It looks dope as fuck. Here's the whole it's the new Xbox. System. It's the new Xbox system that's gonna be coming out. Uh, yeah. Um, I played the last one, Shadow of Mordor awesome game the only saving grace in my mind like me talking about how middle earth might be awesome it's from that game fantastic Mm -hmm. filled with action but they kind of like skip over a lot of stuff they like it's supposedly not canon because they break a lot of rules in that in the sense that one dude is just super badass which never really made sense in that universe other than the guy with the ring yeah uh so i don't know but shadow of war you should watch it anybody listening watch the trailer for that looks fantastic all right, so the next thing up will be cigars. Oh man, that's tough. Doing just fine. Yeah, I think I think cigars are doing just fine. There's mm-hmm. a time and place. You yeah. shouldn't smoke them all the time. It's got to be an occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do not a lot of people smoke cigars our age. Our age, no. I they like, don't what? do it on a regular basis. Oh, do you think that's something you grow into? That's something you grow into. I work with guys that like. Guy, like multiple guys that smoke a pack a day, and like oh, I, I should say, I see like cigarellos. They're talking like, like Captain Blacks or what? Yeah, like they're like fucking on those. But then no, but that's just some of them. Like other guys I work with are smoking like the fucking like, I don't know the proper what you're thinking like you know Looney Tune cartoon like a giant fucking cigar. The guys are like driving the tractors and fucking smoking that shit all fucking day. I've never really day. had the privilege of smoking a good cigar, like what should be considered that. I've smoked uh, Cuban cigar which is like a weird thing we do in canada or because of the whole ban in the states where it's just just because it's cuban it must be good which i have no idea if that's the case like not a connoisseur yeah, like or whatever fucking, you the only time we ever smoke cigars is when someone comes back from cuba and they're just like yeah you guys fucking cigars i think actually right now there's a problem there is a cuban cigar in my freezer <laughs> yeah so that's it's let me know if that's a bad place for probably a bad place <laughs> like i don't know there's supposed to be in a certain it's like about humidity and yeah. Yeah, yeah, but in that theory though could i not take it out and then you just like, you don't smoke it right away you but wait now. a certain amount of time and um, you're like oh it's the humidity's back in there so i all i'll say I is know. i enjoy a cigar when uh, an occasion like 
negates a cigar. Like you, you need to have one to enjoy this. I like say someone had a boy. Are overrated. I don't think um, they're worth all the hype. Cigars are kind of like scotch to me. I'd rather just smoke a cigarette. Where the scotch, I'd rather just drink whiskey. Fair enough. No, yeah, Kyle. I'm well. Uh, what did you say? I I said they're doing just fine. Yeah, no, I think they're doing just fine. Like this summer, fucking out on Zach's little floating little island thing in Virginia <laughs> yeah. there that he's talking about, like little raft thing in the river yeah. that has chairs, cigar, I'm, and and some you know beer. some whiskey or beers or something like that. Like I'm down for the the idea is to not get up for a while. You know, and it's just like if I can have like a nice tall glass of whiskey, like that's gonna last me a while. Like I'm not gonna like, yeah. Know, and then you light a cigar, and you're just like, cool. I know you just down. said whiskey compared to scotch, and then cigarette versus get up. versus cigar. But I would anything. rather sit there with the cigar and the scotch. <laughs> that sounds perfect. You, like think about it. You have a beer and one cigarette, and now you're talking about 20 minutes, 15 minutes before you lose. Like, oh, I need to get a beer. I need to get a cigarette. But, like, if Kyle and I had a cigar and then a bottle of whiskey in front of us, it's an hour. I feel like, yeah, like before we realized it, it it's an a hour, podcast. Before <laughs> an hour went by. Nah, I, I just feel like I don't need that shit. We, uh, yeah, but you're not a smoker, though. It's on like, the I occasion. Mean, you, you know, you'll have a cigarette, but you're not, like, I don't know. I never really. Smoke more than Kyle. <laughs> That's fair. I think Kyle can appreciate tobacco, though. <laughs> That's the thing. I appreciate it when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess the next Just one fun. up. See, this one's kind of funny because all it says is gorilla. Okay. But I'm assuming gorillas. Like <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know you wrote it. I don't remember the Gor- gorilla games. Or are we no, talking? just just gorillas. Uh, underappreciated. Gorillas are the greatest animal. What, what about Sensorambi? You you think they're still underappreciated? No, oh, no. I appreciate that there's now a group of people that are appreciating Harambe and his sacrifice to the world to realize that gorillas are awesome also smart as fuck all the apes shouldn't Coco. be in fucking man if you guys want to like, should not be in zoos feel jesus good christ or sad i don't know if you want to feel yeah. watch watch robin williams playing with coco yeah that'll kill your soul i don't like it <laughs> i don't like that they're ever caged it's, it's a thing for me i i, I like gorillas well, too i much. mean if you let those like warriors out they will hunt you down and kill you <laughs> yeah well, that's Maybe we deserve it for Cajun all them gorillas. I, I think that because of what you're talking about, this whole Harambe shit, that they are underrated because they got all this fucking hype again that people don't even know. Like they're they're ignoring the fact, and they're just like, "Oh, gorillas are great. <clears throat> They'll fucking kill you." <laughs> yeah, given the chance, absolutely, They'd fuck you up. They don't all read and smoke cigars. Some of them will just kill you and eat you. They like meat. Yeah. No, they're underrated. You should be afraid of a gorilla. Yeah, I definitely think a gorilla's underrated. Like, King Kong's a good example. Like, that thing is to be feared and respected. You should yeah. fear and respect a gorilla. Is King Kong a gorilla? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He definitely looks like a, like a silverback. I'm, sure, I'm like, sure he has uh, his own name for his yeah, species. It's like, a, what's the one in uh, they did in Jungle Gig- Book? Gigantopithecus? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> I know Joe Rogan is super into that ape. <laughs> okay, um I got two more for the guys. The next one's pinball. I'm overrated. I'm gonna go overrated. Yeah? You, yeah. you guys don't enjoy you some pinball? Uh, I'm a a gamer, uh which should be obvious through this show. That's like the only topic I ever bring up. Pinball is fun. I love it, but it just is not it's not the game I love. 
You know, if I was going to play something similar to pinball, I'd play pool. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like the direct competition. I don't want to. You're right. And to be honest, like, I don't like the idea of paying, like, the 25 cents or whatever just for the three balls. Um, You know what? I'm going to say it's doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to play it, but I I understand why people do. Also, I see how happy it makes some people. (laughs) And it's just like, it's doing just fine. I feel like maybe me, like, Comparing it to pool is the wrong call. No, I thought it was a good call. I think it's probably more comparable to golf. And that's why I don't like it. Uh, see, I love golf. It's playing I think against it has yourself. To do with golf. Oh, no, playing against yourself. Yeah, you're right about that. Nah, you're not playing against yourself. You're playing against the shitty fucking machine that you're up against. Yeah. I can't tell you how many pinball machines, but it just sends it straight down the fucking middle every time. Yeah, and I, like I, right I, I maybe bat. I dislike it because I'm bad at it. If I was yeah. awesome yeah, at yeah, it, I still would love to own one. It can't that's be overrated a- because really, how many fucking pinball machines are there left? A yeah. lot, man. They're still making them. They're still making them? Oh, yeah. It's not like arcades where it's like, uh, now they only make fucking apps into arcade machines. They're still making regular ass pinball. Stern makes pinball machines like constantly. All right. So I got the last one here and I left it up to be a wild card. And I just thought of it. I think it's a good one. I want to say variant covers. <clears throat> Underrated. Underrated. What do you think, Greg? I think they're doing just fine. I buy. Like I almost have like a stand and like a standing order for if this one guy does variants, get them for me. Well, I'm gonna say overrated. I think there's way too many of them on the market, and I don't think they're exclusive enough. Okay, well, that's fair. I, I I totally understand that argument, but I would also say that on uh, older comics, a lot of shit gets thrown, a lot of like crap gets given to owning one that's a variant. Which I'm sure you guys understand more than anybody. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I have collections buy- where I have like random variant covers. Yeah. Like just because you got gross. the second pressing and it came with a different cover or whatever. It, but a lot of those look better. You know, a lot of them do. Well, the point of getting a variant, I think, is usually when you're reading a series by two people or one person that you really enjoy. And then another creator who you wouldn't expect to be collaborating with them that you also adore yeah. is part of this project. Variant covers have turned into the encore, or the like, yeah. the like the collaboration or the cover the rap- song. You know, no, not saying? not the encore. I'd say like the collaboration for like a rap track. So you know, <laughs> I'm bringing this guy in for a verse. Yeah. Oh no. But, yeah, but that's I, a good example. But that's not what it is, though. Well, sometimes it is. It well, is. I don't know. Like, man. Okay, so when Star Wars issue one came out for this whole new Marvel buyback or whatever, right? They before the comic became it came out, they had over a hundred variants, and right now that's a little nuts. Right now, it's been almost two years, because I think I have issue like almost like I want to say issue thirty is coming out, so of like the Star Wars like ongoing, and with issue thirty or so coming out, they're still putting out variants to number one. That's like, nuts. like literally. Well, I guess because people, people are buying that fucking print. buying them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm I guess I, I'm going to say like I don't know. I think they're doing just fine because there is a time and a place for them where it's just like anything. Where if you're looking for that rare thing, you're never going to find something more rare than some stupid variant. But at the same time, because of all those variants, the thing that might be rare might be your original cover. And to me, I just like the idea that. It sucks when you buy a comic and you're just like, yes, I got the the right one. And then you're just like, nope, I didn't. 
and it's the kind of thing of it is like a bit of a slap in the face of the original cover artist it's like oh i got my my big number one coming out from my new comic and then you look on the shelves it's just like a million other artists drawing yeah I, but at, at the same time tell, though, though it must seem like big. yeah it must seem like kind of a boost in the pants to like uh Hey, I, I had the cover this first time, but now so many artists want to jump on and make a cover for my comic. It's that popular. No, yeah, you're right but about that. Well, to what but, but anytime there's usually mass variance, it's not it's not a creator own thing. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, but no, yeah, I still right. feel like it's kind of a show of respect. Like it right? should, yeah, it should. It's just it's lost its meaning. Like uh, Image has just done its twenty uh, fifth year anniversary, and for theirs all. For for like that whole week or month or whatever they did uh all like variant covers but to old school things so like i i don't i don't want to say anything incorrectly but like somebody did you know uh, a walking dead number one variant for their comic somebody did a, a you know a young yeah, a that. young bloods yeah. variant for theirs and so on and so forth and i mean i think that's what a va- what variant covers are fucking perfect for. homage you know um what you're suggesting is Black Hammer. I I, uh, I I get two issues of Black Hammer every week or every issue because uh, the yeah. original cover is done by I believe the original cover artist or by the uh, the the inter- the interior artist, and then Jeff Lemire also does a variant. And, and you and want that's, that? That to me is like that's the reason for a variant cover. That is a you get a cover done by the writer, you get a cover done by the artist. Yeah, you know, and that's I know that it's different for uh, comics and games. But it, there's still got to be a t- like a similar oh, tie-in, yeah. where like uh, there's uh, a selling thing that this is considered about how your cover art looks. Like it has to look attractive enough to sell copies. Like there is a whole I walk by this, find this attractive, I want to buy it. Where I hate most cover art for games, it's, it's trash. Like almost all the time, it's just guy with gun either standing forwards, looking right at the camera, or turned backwards with my gun over my shoulder that sells games for some fucking reason it looks terrible but a lot of the time well not too little of a time they put an alternate cover on the inside right or they sell a special edition with an alternate cover and i want those because it doesn't look like crap it doesn't look like a thing that they just wanted me to be like oh well this game must have guns in it because there's a gun in the fucking cover i want it to more you know reflect what's actually in the content which a lot of the times I feel like alternate cover for comics actually do do. They like represent what the inside art is rather than what just the cover artist did. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the questions, boys. I feel like I know a little more about you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're highly opinionated fucks. Some random ass topics. Uh, yeah. Do you want to uh, maybe take a quick break? break and we'll come back with uh, some thoughts on iron fist on netflix sure all right i'll take a quick break and be right back you're in a zombie apocalypse you have one weapon and it's not a gun what is it like a scythe a car grenades like a flare yeah. gun maybe piranhas <laughs> <laughs> bat a bat baseball bat hands down machete it's obviously a lobo. <sighs> uh, loppers? Slingshot. <gasps> yeah. Like a ground mounted slingshot that shoots bricks. Catch the seven deadly questions on the basement on a hill. Hear all new episodes every Tuesday. 
The Basement on a Hill, horror and comedy for people who hate horror comedies. Basically, just back to hear uh, Greg's thoughts on Iron Fist and maybe whatever else you've been watching these days. Well, I mean, like, if, if it's going to be about what I was watching, I mean, I, I, before I go to Iron Fist, this is like, I'm going to keep try to keep it short, but uh, Iron Fist and Star Wars Rebels, I mean, I love mm, me. Star I actually Wars. did hear there was a good Star Wars Rebels. It was all over Twitter. So. Yeah, well, it was good. and it, Even you hit it with a. It was like a. I mean, I summed it up like uh, as a quick parry and a slash, and it was over before. You know, I don't even know, man. Whatever. <laughs> Obi Wan cut down Darth Maul. Spoiler, but fuck it. It's not. We man. already know that. Yeah, happened. we know that. Like, happens. Yeah, the the internet <laughs> fucking. I knew before. Like you know, it's like you knew it was coming. Like that was that was it. And then thinking back to when Star Wars Episode One came out, it was like ninety nine, right? Yeah. So we're talking like what fucking. I Max, eighteen years later. Yeah, man. no more than that. Now, uh, twenty twenty-seven years later. Twenty-eight years later. No, we're not twenty-eight years. I'm no, wait. We're not, I'm thinking. From, no, it's eighteen years yeah, later. Yeah. I was right the first time. For, yeah. I was thinking from my when I was born. And I mean, I, was born, I guess <laughs> it came out know, ten years after that. That that was how like how they established how long we've been waiting. But I mean, it necessarily hasn't really been that. Like, I mean, we didn't know Darth Maul was alive for the longest time, right? Yeah, exactly. If it weren't but for the animated series. In a 22-minute episode, they did about 15 minutes of build-up, and then the fight was, like, less than a minute. And, I mean, even for the show, like, I mean, like, we all watch Dragon Ball. I mean, like, That's they a could, short fight. They <laughs> could have they dragged that out a little bit. Yeah, but you have to think about it. The lightsaber di- lightsaber duels are high-paced. So, yeah, I, well, I wouldn't, it wouldn't last yeah, long. I, I definitely tried to, like, to, to chalk it up to Obi-Wan being thug as fuck. And, like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things... Yeah, Obi Wan would just cut down Darth Maul. You know, it's like, I mean, if you were there and you watched it, it was more emotional than epic. But I mean, it it was a moment that like I've been I've been actually looking forward to this for a really long time. And like one of my good friends kept a secret from me for about two months, and it was because we started watching Clone Wars together, and he got ahead of me, and he managed to just not spoil for me that Darth Maul was alive. And I remember like messaging him and just being like, "How?" And, like my first, like my, it wasn't like Darth Maul's alive. It was how in the fuck did you keep that a secret from me for like two months? You know, where it's it, it was it was a big deal. I mean, Obi Wan was old. They did it was on Tatooine. They had like the two sons behind setting. He does like this really warm embrace where he cuts him down and he like he's holding Darth Maul like cradling him on the ground and it's like the way Obi like Obi Wan holds Qui Gon. Yeah, you know, and then it, it was like it was. Why did he hold him? Obi-Wan is passionate as fuck you know and like through these stories like through Clone Wars and Rebels we establish that Darth Maul has this personal hatred towards Obi-Wan that Obi-Wan doesn't reciprocate you know Obi-Wan's just like to the point where literally every time Darth Maul shows up Obi-Wan is almost just like yo man you're still on that like Uh, I always feel like Obi-Wan's whole deal is like he follows the code to the T right like he didn't even though Qui-Gon is like his guy and and again we're leading towards this whole middle ground Qui-Gon told taught him why not to stray away yeah but i still feel like that he always felt like the compassion the jedi council well th- was the, the strong suit 
the conversation so that? that was not really said but was understood between Darth Maul and Obi Wan is Obi Wan has cuts him down in like a second, like you didn't stand a chance, and it's almost like a representation because then he holds him and Darth Maul says, "Is he the chosen one?" And Obi Wan says yes, and right before that he goes why are you on on Tatooine like what are you doing here and Obi-Wan doesn't say a word and Darth Maul basically answers it all he's like you're protecting something aren't you why are you here going on he's like no it's it's someone isn't it you wouldn't sacrifice your life unless you were protecting someone who is it and now all of a sudden he's just like this is why you weren't interested in me you know like who is this person? And we know it's Luke Skywalker. So was there a time jump or is that like where this is taking place? Right now in, 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 in Star Wars Rebels, it's right now. Luke is about, uh, if I had to say. He's so about, it's like post Rogue One? No, no, no. Probably no. a little pre that. But yeah, I know. Oh, no. So so like just post three. Yeah. Post three. So um, Luke and we've already met Leia. Luke, we always see now in this. And then we look off in the distance and like we see like. You know, the classic Skywalker little ranch and then fucking little dot that we recognize as Luke running across this little fucking, you know, his driveway, I guess. <laughs> you know, and uh, but like the, the, the conversation between, Obi- between like his mall's whole thing was he's like, after I kill Obi-Wan, I'm going to destroy all the Sith. You know, and it was like Obi-Wan or Darth Maul had this like weird fucking where he was no longer a Sith. He hated the Sith. He resented the Sith. He's like Count Dooku. He's you like, know, he didn't want to be a Jedi. Like he didn't want to be a Sith. He was going to kill all of the Sith. And the fact that the Jedi were already destroyed, he made was happy about. He just needed to kill Obi-Wan and the rest of the Jedi. But dying, Obi or Darth Maul was happy knowing that Luke Skywalker was there. Like, if I can't kill the Sith, Luke will. I, I, it was a lot. Like the more I think about it, the, the, it was like everyone wanted to see this fucking twenty-two minute fight between Obi Wan and Darth Maul, and it was. If it was thirty seconds, it, that was long, but it was perfect because it, it actually like you think about it afterwards, and you're like, there was a lot going on in this scene, and it was beautiful. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. Actually, you know, gets like me kind of yeah, kind of excited. To be episode. honest, man, like and it, and it, the way they they set it up was it's like, if you don't yeah, if you've never watched Star Wars Rebels before. It's set up in a way that, yeah, you can watch this one episode and you're just like, cool, I get it. And, yeah, now we get to see what's going on with Obi-Wan and you're like, fuck, man. He does the whole stroke in his beard and, like, it's classic Obi-Wan, man. Like, he's <laughs> fucking thug. All right? And, um, like, speaking of, like, you know, the way the Jedis fucking move, like, water, I mean... The Iron Fist. <laughs> you transitioned there uh, better than I could have. Move um, like water. I like that. I love comics. And I mean, like every fucking boy growing up. I mean, not just boy. I mean, everybody growing up. You just read comics. I mean, when you're a kid, you get comics. Stand at the grocery store. Your mom just wants you to shut the fuck up. She grabs you a little Archie and you end up buying it because it's you already, your grubby little fucking hands around. See, I never something. did that. It was Pokemon cards for me. Uh, well, it was on the Archie. I, I you know, or Sonic, or like I remember like my first Something you wanted comics the- was Simpsons, Sonic, and Superman. Right? But I mean, I was a kid and like you, you don't appreciate that shit, just like your toys and you give up. But then like we all, we're all different ages, but all at the exact same time, roughly, we all got back into buying comics. And I'd say that was about fucking, you know. Eight no, years ago, I was nine years after ago. you guys. Yeah, well, but in the relative, you know, time. but either way, you know, speaking we, we, relatively, like you know, all about you know nine. Or, we, we, I want to say easily nine years ago. You know, 
Somewhere around there, yeah. Right, okay. but either way, like my 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 new jump back into comics, or like my new jump, but where I'm at now, started from a fucking random party and trip. Like I went off to like all the universities around here. Me and like another buddy, just fucking a duffel bag with literally a bong and a bag of weed. <laughs> just got on the train, went around, fucking spent shit tons of money and just partied. And I remember like waking up hungover as fuck, like I do at five thirty in the morning. In a part in a place where I didn't know anybody, I didn't know anything. Everyone was asleep, and I'm sleeping in some guy's room. Like, I mean, it was an empty room. I'm not <laughs> fucking like it was like you know it was. A I, we house, got your point. Right? It was an empty bedroom. I crashed on the bed, and I wake up at the crack of dawn, and there's nothing but comic books everywhere. And I'm just like hungover. I can't do anything. Everyone's asleep, and I sat and I read three volumes of Iron Fist just because I didn't have anything else to do. And I just thought to myself, like, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever read. And I got into comics. I mean, it was everything I wanted. Well, this Kung is why I thought Kung we need to at least do one more. Kung Fu, on Marvel. I mean, that's how I got into it. And then from there, it was Grant Morrison with Batman. And I didn't really see much of a difference between the Iron Fist and Batman. It was like one was happy, one was miserable, but they were the billionaires with the heart of golds, you know? And Iron Fist was always, like, a deep character for me. Like, I, I grew up just smoking weed and fucking loving kung fu movies like everybody does, you know? Like, <laughs> just, like, you loving kung fu. I do fu. appreciate the assumption that that's how people grow up. You know, like... That's just, how we grew up, maybe. You just, <laughs> love, you just love cheese, you know? And, I, and Iron Fist just... It captured the cheese. And, like, I, I got really disheartened when everyone started, like, shit-talking the Iron Fist and, and Finn Jones... Is, 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 I'm pretty sure that's his name. The, uh, the guy that plays the, the Prince of Flowers or whatever. From, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From yeah, uh, Game yeah. of Thrones. I don't know. But everyone was just like, oh, they should have cast an Asian, like, you know, an Asian person for the lead. And but he and wasn't they, Asian. He, he but, and then, Asian. and then they go, oh, well, he wasn't Asian in the sixties when they, when they first introduced the Iron Fist. And then they go, oh, well, that was whitewashing then. And they this is their chance to correct it. But I mean, <laughs> have you, have you ever like, oh, all I can say is, I mean, like Nazi. you're getting angry about the wrong things. First off, you're getting angry literally about nothing. And I mean, and if you ever read like the write character, another story, you fucking, if asshole. you ever read the story, I mean, Danny, Danny is the iron fist. Danny is, is constantly persecuted. And I'm not suggesting that fucking rich white people are persecuted. That was the opposite. It was Danny literally was guilty for all the things that white people do. And Danny wanted to make up for it. And I mean, we should all strive to fucking be like Danny. I mean, like, if you had all the money in the world, fucking give it away. And that's what Danny's doing. It was like he felt bad for just falling, for being born rich. I mean, I'm not justifying anything. I mean, it was a great fucking character. And it, it got me into comics. And now I've been waiting since they announced Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, they did Daredevil too, like two seasons of Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and they were all great. Um, did this all come out at once? And, yep, just like, like following suit. Uh, the Netflix did its 13-episode uh, uh, dump. Everything came out all at once. I, I'm about six episodes in. Uh, when this podcast is done, I'm probably going to go and watch some more. Uh, I will say that it might be because of how much it means to me, like, you know, like the the greatest Batman movies, you know, Christopher Nolan's weren't my favorite Batman movies. I really like the Iron Fist, but it's not the Iron Fist if you know him. They well, yeah, I guess uh, I'll I, I mean, elaborate. What do you mean? It's not the Iron Fist if you know him. They, I feel like that they're really trying to 
to remove some of his elements because of how much they were afraid that they were going to like whitewash this character. So like, I mean, again, I haven't finished it yet, so I'm holding out. There's been a lot of negative grief. Yeah, like this is the, the pretty. My favorite reviewed. thing though is Finn Jones as Danny Rand. Like he nailed. You know, like what you think about Spider Man, where he says really strange things and quirky things. Like in the movie there, where they're like, "There's usually not this much talking in a fight." Yeah. Oh, okay. You're you know, like, about the that's one. Danny Rand. Like he nails these things. Like and they they're just like, "Oh well, where are you from?" He's like, "Oh, I'm from Kunlung." Well, where's that? Oh, it's a mystical kingdom between the mountains. You can only find it once every 15 years. You know, like, the idea that this is strange to everybody else doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And the new Iron Fist almost reads too much like a comic book, where if it wasn't related to Daredevil and Luke jo- like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, which were really, really dark, hmm. it would seem like it fits. But knowing that it's supposed to fit into this other universe, I guess that's the point. You know what? Just talking around right now, explaining to you guys, it made me like it even more. Danny is the light. You know, in this dark world that they've they've created in the Netflix universe, Danny is the light, and he's fucking but, great. So, like, what's this group called again? So the, now they're the building defenders? up to the Defenders. But so, like, are they considered like a, a darker group? No, 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 not in the comics. To be honest, yeah. the Defenders were always kind of like, um, you know how like right now they're doing like the Generation X with X Men, and it was always like those are the misfits kind of thing. Uh, the Defenders is actually two different groups. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the first Defenders comic is actually coming out this year. Like, there has never actually been a Defenders comic. I feel that at one point, Red Hulk and a variation of Spider-Man were part of the Defenders. If I, I always get them both. Well, I, I know the Defenders more as the new Avengers. Okay, so then maybe that's, that's where I'm, I'm drawing. I'm getting confused. Is that the lineup that they're calling the Defenders right now? I don't think has ever been a Defenders lineup. And it's that more comic, like a new Avengers. That comic like, is going to be coming out this year following that lineup not related to the TV show. But what that we have is the Defenders is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. And I believe the Punisher is going to be part of that. Now, that's not a team. Danny Rand's best friend is, Jessica, or is uh, Luke Cage, and they are heroes for hire. They were great because they came yeah, out in the 60s. Yeah, there's a long line of Power Fist, or Power Man and Power Iron Man Fist. Man and Iron Fist. And the idea there is like uh, Power Man is... Um, I don't want to be ignorant when I say these things, but it's like that whole like like pro-black movement in the 60s and 70s where Luke Cage is this like criminal who got experimented on, but he was wrongfully accused. He gets put in prison, and while in prison, he's experimented on. Well, the on. biggest point of Luke Cage was that he was a black man who couldn't be killed by bullets. Right, and he comes out, and it's exactly... Yeah, which is I like, mean, that, that sounds they super nailed it out there the today, show, or man. Like, racist, I guess, today. No, no I think it's actually kind of and perfect today. Luke yeah. Cage was always hanging out with this rich fucking white karate boy, you know, where it was like they kept each other in check in a sense, where it was like fucking... Sweet Christmas, you know, Danny fucking let's throw some money at these kids and shit. You know, it was like they were just fucking they were a great team. And then we got Misty Knight and Danny's girlfriend right now. um, Fuck, I can't think of her name, but they were daughters of the dragon. And Misty Knight was in Luke Cage. Fuck, I can't think of her name. Colleen Wing. She's in uh, in Daredevil and they were daughters of the dragon. And Misty Knight was a private investigator, and Colleen was like a martial arts instructor. And their uh, Misty Knight is a, is an African American, and Colleen I think is Japanese. And I mean that was like a, an awesome fuck. And they were all friends. Like they weren't the defenders, 
but they were the heroes uh, for hire. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. and it was a private investigator, a martial arts instructor, a bulletproof man, and the immortal fist, Iron Fist. And they were like living in the fucking slums, like in in you know, Hell's Kitchen, but Daredevil had that, but they were living yeah, in Harlem in, and shit. In, yeah, the tough part of New York. And like they were like, yeah, you know, the common man, like the A team, you know, you could go up and hire them to take care of shit. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. I, I fucking love it and I would recommend watching The Iron Fist, but I wouldn't suggest You're, watching it unless you were already into it. Like, watch... If you didn't care about Daredevil or Jessica Jones here, or Iron Fist or... Here's um, my big question about it. I've heard the negative reviews. They're pretty pretty public right right now. Like, people kind of are shitting on it. And I, and I don't want to jump on that assuming it's shitty because a lot of kung fu things that I love are pretty poorly rated like considered garbage so i want to know is this kung fu heavy is, is this like did they make this yes, scene sorry, i just gotta interrupt you do i gotta flip that thing oh, no no if it's don't touch it all right don't touch that we're thing. cooking we're cooking boys uh is this uh one of those this might seem bad but is bad because it's kung fu no uh, again, I'm only six issues or episodes in, and I already feel like there could have been a lot more fighting. But there is 13 episodes, and they all came out at once. And so to yeah. think of it in a normal, oh, by issue or episode six, they should have had two great fights already, and all this stuff. It's like no, they're expecting you to have watched four episodes at once. So that's one episode. You know, like the way they break. Do you it think up. they are approaching it differently? Oh, I yeah. think so. Okay. No, that is an interesting thing that I've never thought about. So even when it comes to writing like str- something like Stranger Things, that's not a comic book show. It's how much you're going to consume do you at think, once. Yeah, do you think they're approaching it where it's like, oh, th- they're thinking about the climaxes differently? Yeah, 100%. Because right now, a, like a huge debate is 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 like the, the dropping everything at once. And it's pacing. And it's like, no. I mean, what it is is got to look at it. Don't think of dropping 13 episodes at once as a TV series that you're dropping. Think of it as a 13 hour long movie. Yes and no. You know, like remember back but in the day. But even a 13 long movie, like, let's be fair, day, a 13 hour long movie, we would want some good pacing out of that. You're right. If, you expected, if you expected and, to sit and there they, that long. And they expect yeah. that, yeah, you know, instead of me coming home from work and I make my dinner and I watch four hours of TV and fuck you if you're being judgmental. I work hard. I watch fucking six <laughs> hours of TV sometimes. But you know what? I don't want to fucking much. put TV on and I change the channel a bunch of times and I watch some shit I don't give a fuck about. You know? I mean, people wait for Battlestar Galactica to finish and then they watch four oh, episodes yeah. or five episodes in a night because I don't want to fucking change the channel or shit like that. You know what I mean? Whatever. You Now they're making shows like that and they're controlling the pacing as such and they're expecting you to watch it in these chunks and so the pacing is going to be different. I don't think they're completely abandoning they're the, not. the classic pacing to I don't think television. So. Yeah. But I, I do like the idea where they're thinking maybe like, what would you say, like every three episodes or There's four? Arc, yeah. You yeah, know, you have a moment. Yeah. But well, that's how Daredevil kind of does it. It's like, we'll give you a three episodes in the middle it gets peaked there and we give a little of resolution to something but and I'm then a, peak again i'm also saying that that might be the fucking downfall of these shows because i didn't give a lot i didn't give daredevil the chance i didn't give jessica jones the chance because the first episodes bored me so maybe they I, should have punched a little more in expecting I, that i wouldn't sit can. there and watch the first knowing four. that you watched That's all fair. the lost and you liked breaking bad yeah i mean i feel like you could enjoy daredevil like i mean there's 
forget like my mom never fucking didn't even know who these characters were and she loved Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I mean, granted, you know, I, I like Luke Cage. I just didn't get into Daredevil Luke, and Jessica Jones. Hmm. I, I, I'm kind of hoping, and I and I can see this being a thing, is that Iron Fist is going to be again too hyped. It's going to let some people down. Already in one episode, in the last episode I watched, watched that one episode was two volumes of issues that I've read. And it got. Did, so did they pick storylines from the comics? Yes and no, and that's what I'm saying. Is like fucking things that I read as an entire trade was five minutes. Well, of I'm sorry. Episode. Did did not a new um, Immortal Fist came out today? Came out today. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. uh, previously he was with another. So character. yeah. So uh, up until now, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist has been a thing. I think issue I want to say 14 or 15. They're still kind of come out for a couple more issues, I believe, and then it's going to wrap up, and it's going to go into the Immortal Iron Fist having his own run, and then Luke Cage having his own run, and then I believe that even then, the Immortal Fist, either one of them is getting an additional line where they have an apprentice or a sidekick. Sorry. Because even Kyle, we were back reading back in the day, weren't we, Power Man? And it was a completely different Power Man. He was uh, a little Hispanic boy. No, it wasn't and me. He could I, actually I, like I never got into kind it. of harness. Sorry, like Power Man is Luke Cage. Yeah, for the most but, mostly. But, but you're telling me it was a di- it was different once upon a time. So the running one of the running gags is that Luke Cage didn't call himself like you know he doesn't like the name Power Man. So people call him Power Man, and he goes it's Luke Cage. You know that happens in the show. I, I might happen in the show. I kind of feel like that. happens. But in the comic, it's a thing like people say. You know, Power Man or Iron Fist, Luke Cage, you know, where then because for like a lot of the time in the canon there, Power Fist, I believe, or Iron Luke Cage was Captain America, essentially in charge of the Avengers. He was, yeah, the like West Coast. Right. And then there was so he was just going by Luke Cage and he dropped the mantle of Power Man for a while. And then they put out a new comic called Power Man and it was this boy from again, I think Harlem again. Yeah, I and never I, I never read the and, Power uh, Man. But he actually had an about uh, you know where it made sense with Power Man where it was anytime you know he could literally harness energy and then exert it back out and directed focus, you know, like it made more sense and then he actually hung out with the Iron Fist because it turned out that all his powers were like chi based kind of thing, you know, like he can martial arts his way into being better at harnessing energy all right nice well uh we'll probably be talking about the the next four episodes you're missing four episodes you said oh no no and that's the other thing is there's 13 episodes oh, so i'm actually not okay. even halfway yet i'm just before so, half. seven so episodes. that's the thing is to say that there hasn't been enough action yet there hasn't been enough of this or that the actor i, I hope i'm saying his name like i hope i got his name right finn jones it's fucking great, and I mean, the whole time I'm watching him, I am not thinking about literally a guy that I saw fucking wipe his mouth after going down on Renly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're not thinking about that. So he's doing a, a like he, I buy his character, and, and now that I see him as Danny Rand, I couldn't possibly think of anybody else that would do a great job. Oh, that's good. Either. And I and my beefs with the show or any com- kind of complaints that I have or I don't even know um, reservations that I have. They're definitely not about him or his character. Okay. They're about everything else that's going on. Well, I'm hoping for the next time we go, we talk. Uh, I'll I'll watch a few episodes, get a feel for it, and I'm I'm sure we'll definitely get Greg's feel for, uh, you know, the end of the season and the rest of the season. I, I still have a lot of high hopes. <laughs> that's good. 
And uh, hopefully next time we'll hear the what you, Cody, feel like about uh, the end of Horizon. For this has been... Uh, well, I'll, I'm just going to say right now, our next episode's number 40. Oh, yeah. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, boys. The big four. So, oh. Man, uh, didn't Cody or Kyle say he would do the uh, seven shot, seven fast movies? Oh, I said that like episode two. No, but uh, he said he would do it for episode 40. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> positive. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. yeah fast 40. Either way, we're going to have another versus, versus, versus. Who's, yeah. Whose turn is it this time? I, for what? Did I not do the last one? So, so who did it first? It'll be me again. Because we've done it three times now. Oh, yeah. Math. <laughs> no. No, have we? No. no yeah, yeah, yeah we this have. would be the fourth. So there's only yeah. three of us. So so it'll be one. me again. Yeah. All right. I've done one. Off the we've all done one, yeah. yeah you I'll can assume a nice trivia episode is what we're going to get oh, in episode treat. No, I'm going to do the versus versus. You guys can do oh, two yeah, other we'll games. Do, well, yeah, there'll be trivia. There'll be versus versus. They'll be what we're known for. Uh, so this has been episode 39 of 2 versus 3. Uh, I'm, well, I'm Kyle. You should look at uh, on Twitter. <laughs> he completely fucked up my whole. He was like life. staring yeah, at me the whole time, yeah. being like, "I'm." You need some help. You go there, to Twitter. Buddy. You should follow me at Kyle R. Hodge. You should follow Cody at Lame Books and Greg at Greg underscore Moser four twenty. I normally have that nailed. Uh, <laughs> you should go to bmoviesandebooks dot com and check out their other podcast. There, they're putting up. Some fantastic stuff like Nerds on the Left doing some good stuff. Yeah, yeah they're Baseball getting, on the Hill. Uh, that show's weird. Like, how, I don't know if you follow them, but I listen to every other episode or I don't know. Somewhere. But uh, they're half like really nerdy shit like us, and the other half is like serious politics. Yeah, well, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, thing. they actually know what they're talking about. Well, or we're just complete bullshit. Ours is a beer. Well, American politics versus opinions. Canadian. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, gibberish, go blah, blah, to bmoviesandebooks.com and follow the whole uh, master feed for <laughs> on iTunes. It, it, I think it's called the bmovies and ebooks master feed. You can get all of it. Get the whole truckload. I'll say our friends. Exactly. So uh, I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Greg. Have a good night. Mm-hmm. Come on, put some mustard on my French fried potatoes <laughs> tonight. You fucked me completely on my outro. I was like, I don't know. I don't know.